hey, CW Fighters. So check it out. <laughs> Two episodes in one day. Um, I just thought I'd, you know, give you the, uh, if you weren't able to l listen to the episode that we did with Kevin a while back, I just threw it up on here. Um, and also, if you want to watch the video footage of it, please go check out and support his YouTube channels and all of his platforms. Um, he is a pretty active fellow, fun to talk to, and has one of the creepiest intros. <laughs> so I guess it kind of sets the theme and the mood for what you're uh, going to expect. Well, be prepared to be underwhelmed with our episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's a lot to listen um, and to grasp in this episode with him. So without further ado, booty, here is his episode. Twinkle, twinkle. Welcome to where the weird ones are. Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. Powerful figures in Hollywood as well as powerful politicians, or in fact, not human, either reptiles or their lizards or perhaps extraterrestrials. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Let's get weird. What's up, you fucking weirdos? Welcome to another episode of Where the Weird Ones Are. My name is Kevin, but you probably already knew that, and if you didn't, now you do. First things first, I would like to say I hope you had a wonderful, lovely, and safe 4th of July. 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. America! Uh, secondly, I would like to introduce you to Cryptid Warfare Podcast. Today's episode is the creator, the witch, and the Underground Railroad. So, um, that's a play on the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. If you didn't get it, uh, now you do, because I just told you. So, um, but yeah, uh, so these are all topics that we, uh, basically cover in this episode with the guys from Cryptid Warfare. You should definitely check out their, uh, podcast. They're phenomenal people. Uh, they're funny and I think they cover a lot of great shit on their on their podcast. Um, if you don't follow them on Instagram, I suggest you sh you do. Uh, they just did um, they just did a hunt or like a, an investigation on uh, Farrah's property in Tennessee. Uh, if you're not familiar with Farrah, she's the conversation cabin. She was episode. 30, I think, if I remember correctly. I'm pretty sure she was episode 30. So, anywho, uh, they both have some intriguing stories. Uh, they're very good for laughs, so um, I hope you guys show uh, them some love. Um, and it's... So, they... It's Drew... So, this is how I know their names. 
uh, obviously, I'm assuming that Drew Drewski is either Drew or just Andrew. But so Drewski and Zook Zusk Zook. <laughs> I think it might be his last name. I don't know. I never asked. Um, but uh, I I would consider them um, very uh, intelligent. I guess would be the word uh, that I'm looking for. Uh, they know their shit. They know what they're talking about when it comes to um, uh, cryptids. They know uh, their shit when it comes to um, the military um, conspiracies. They're good with that. So, uh, yeah. So if you guys are interested in that kind of shit, uh, which is basically a lot of the shit that I cover, uh, definitely check them out. I hope hope you do and check out their Instagram. Um, and I believe I can't remember correctly if they do have a YouTube um, or or any kind of like video aspect. But um, anyways, so with that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, I did. Uh, if you personally have a story you want to be featured on this show please do not hesitate to reach out um i'll be more than happy to make time for you and if you want to be anonymous we don't have to do this video shit um i'll still video i'll i record through zoom so just ahead of time so if you want to be completely um anonymous you can still you can still be anonymous on on Zoom where I can't see you as well. So uh, just just food for thought, you know. Uh, so if you have stories you want to share them, uh, contact me at where the weird ones are at gmail .com. Um, You can DM me on my Instagram where underscore the weird ones are. That's where I am most active. I also have a Facebook uh, where the weird ones are. I'm thinking about getting into uh, Discord and Reddit. Not 100% if I want to, just because I don't really understand how to use them. But I am considering it. I'm also considering Twitter. Still don't know how to use that either. But, you know, I don't know. I might just keep it to the Instagram and the Facebook. Uh, I barely use the Facebook, but I am heavily active on the Instagram. So... <clears throat> With that being said, um, the two ads that I run, please go check them out. Uh, deeper down dot store. Uh, use my code Kevin's Weird eighteen. Um, you can do Etsy dot com slash shop slash heal with Christina for crystals and shit. Um, and that code is uh, Weird one twenty five, and that's twenty five percent off. So please go check them out and show them some love. Um, and with that, my friends, again, I will say, I hope you had a fun, amazing, and safe 4th of July, and I am so sorry if you have to work today, today being Wednesday the 5th, so, anyways, um, I hope you have a good day, I hope you have a good night, and stay weird. They're coming to get you, Barbara.
Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Weird. Get weird. I just wanted to use a new term. <laughs> Did you say a movie term? I mean, it can be. Um, I, I like using like new new terms, making my own up. Oh, I see. So, uh, whereabouts in Tennessee are you guys at? Or are you both in Tennessee? Yeah, we're both in Tennessee. We're both in the city of Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. It's about thirty minutes. Yeah, it's about thirty minutes away, like down south of Nashville. Oh, okay. Uh, we were just, my kids and I, uh, went through Nashville and we went to the country music hall of fame. That oh, was, okay. that was interesting. Um, not the, it was kind of underwhelming, but it was still pretty interesting to, to see. And then uh, we were coming out and you, so as this is different than what I've ever seen is all these like party buses and shit like that. It was, oh yeah. Like, it seemed like to be like uh, there was like twenty <laughs> bachelorette parties going on at all at the same time at, at in within this t- time frame that my kids and I were there. Yeah, and you get all these woo girls that come out. Woo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're walking down the steps of the museum damn, to so- go fucking to the to the sidewalk to walk back to the parking lot to the car, and this bus comes to the stops uh, to the light and stops. And her, this girl makes eye contact with me and she's got a beer in her hand and she just goes, Wow. And then I was like, <laughs> All right. And then like um my my daughter like grabbed my hand at the same time. And as she's like, she's mid-woo and she's looking at me and she goes, Wow, like that, and turns around and walks to the other side of the bus. And I was like, All right, we don't like children over here. That's cool. <laughs> Dang. So where are you going? <laughs> in the city. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when we first got there, though, before we went into the uh, Hall of Fame, uh, we're walking down the uh, sidewalk and my son goes, hey, are children not allowed in this city? And I go, what, <laughs> what do you mean? And he goes, there are no kids. And I look around up and fine. down the street no and kids. I'm like, there are no children here. You're right. <laughs> this is weird. And I don't think we saw any kids at all. The whole entire like four hours that we were there, it was. Were you guys? Bizarre. Were you guys uh, downtown, like CMA, all that? Yeah, yeah, right. In okay, there. yeah. We yeah, ended right. up yeah. going to some like a uh, barbecue place for dinner, um, yeah, which was pretty tasty and a little weird because you had to stand in line to order your food, and then take a number and then go find a place to sit. Yeah, like you didn't get seated or whatever, which is fine. It's it's just different than what I'm used to. It's pretty congested down there, man. I don't, I don't really like to go down there. If I have to, I will. But other than that, I try to stay yeah, far I don't away bl- from the big city as possible. Just I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't like the city either. So I stick to. I like to stay as when I'm home in this area back home. Like I just, I just stay in the woods where 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 I live. So yeah, I know. Um, I don't venture out unless I need to. <laughs> Yeah, same here, man. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Not you... unless the wife says, "Let's go." I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> let's go shopping, Drew. Negative, Ghost Rider. 
<laughs> I need you, new you candles. <laughs> <laughs> you got two other daughters to go with. Go ahead. <laughs> so uh, one of the questions I like to ask, especially other podcasters, uh, um, what got you guys uh, interested in doing a podcast together? Oh, it goes all the way back to 2015. I actually Ooh. had an idea and I thought of the perfect dude because which is Zook. Basically, in the nutshell, the first time That's me and good. Zook actually met was we actually went on a sponsored Bigfoot hunt, right? Mm-hmm. And that was the first time him and I ever met. We actually met in this parking lot. We we're all gonna meet up and we got to know each other and then we just clicked, dude. And then uh went on a couple of uh cryptid hunts and stuff and then we got really close and him and i went to the same church and then his wife knew my wife and then it just all kind of intermingled with that and then one day i i just i, I was basically just listening just to podcast after podcast after podcast and i'm like you know what dude i could do this <laughs> so i hit up zook and i'm like hey let's do it so we did we did about like what was it like what was, what was it like five episodes something like that that yeah, was five or so yeah yeah and then after that like life just hit and then we literally like, okay, we got too much on our plate. So we just actually stepped back uh-huh. and then we got a wild hair up our butt and we just like, Hey man, let's just do it again. So like, hair. What? yeah, so <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. So basically, yeah, so yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Fire lit up our butts, man. And it really kept us going. I forgot what I think it was. It was in June of last year. That's oh, whatever. Yeah. Like I, I started this PDF and it was like maybe close to a hundred types of cryptids. And I'm like, dude, we have plenty to talk about. And we had no idea what direction we were going at the time, but I'm like, let's just talk about cryptids. It's not, I mean, we'll do a little bit of research, but we'll mainly just talk and chat and maybe do a little joking. And it's cool how that escalated and just what Drisky does, man. He's, he's really good at Uh-oh. just building relationships and talking to people. And I'm just starting, behind the scenes. You're starting to glitch out, Zook. Yeah, yeah. Say it again. <laughs> Maybe it is my cricket. Yeah, it is. Transition. My audio might sound a little weird. I'm gonna move over there. All right. Where are you going? <laughs> it, it was weird because we just talked for like a good 15, 20 minutes before I started recording. I start recording and he starts going. Huh. Uh, you know what, dude? That seems to happen a lot because we did that with Jessica Jones and then all these other people we interview with or we interview. It just it happens, yeah. man. Like it's it goes good before we record, and then when it starts to record, just that's when all the glitches happen, man. Yeah, that sucks, um, man. I um I interviewed this uh, woman, Amanda. She does one nothing podcast. Okay. And just zoom did not work whatsoever with her like it was even before i hit record it was the minute she got on it was glitching out she's like i'm on zoom all day for work i don't understand why it's not working i was like i don't know Uh, and and then i tried riverside and then yeah i talked to her for an hour and a half and the recording downloaded and it was just me it was no, you couldn't oh, see her. You couldn't dude. hear her. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I tried. So we ended up scheduling another time to do it. It was, I sucked too. Cause the conversation was so good. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had to do, I had to do it a little bit. I decided to start it a little bit different and we, but we, um, test run Riverside 
again the second time we met and it still didn't work so I I just don't under I can't seem to I mean eventually Riverside seems a lot easier or or a lot better I should say um in terms like she I could hear her fine she talked fine the entire time yeah there was no glitching nothing um so (laughs) I was so bummed out if I could have gotten that to work to record her, it would have been fantastic. I'm sure eventually I can do it, but um, we ended up recording through Skype, so that was a little different. But yeah, it wasn't bad. It worked. It still worked. Uh, she still glitched here and there, but it was I could yeah. still hear her. So yeah, I hear you, man. Yeah, this this one uh, this it's like what's that what's what's that one thing called? It's like it's not Streamyard. What is it? It's the other one that we got. Off these guys, they made it up or something. What's that one? Oh, stream. Oh, he's not. Was it stream? S T R E A N. Yeah. So basically, yeah. this guy yeah, that we, stream. yeah, this guy that we recorded. I've been trying to get this guy for months, dude, months. Uh-huh. And I finally got a hold of him, and we finally made it work. And then after we recorded every, it was like a two and a half hour episode, right? After we did it, and then after he left, left I seen like Zook's face. It was just Zook's just Zook was just like this. I was like, oh, no. don't tell me. Don't but tell me. Zook was like, the next day. Zook was like, yeah, it, it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> I was like, ah. oh, shit. But what was cool, though, was that the episode did record, but it was out there somewhere, right? Yeah, it was saved uh, on so, their personal servers. But that's why I like using yeah. local recordings because it's they're yeah. downloaded directly to my computer. I got you. So we finally got that episode back. What was it like two weeks later? <laughs> yeah i know it did take a long time they were going through some like launch of some sort for a new product they were selling so yeah it took them a minute but it was cool man you got sweet lips gary wayne you know being able to share his uh, truth with us sweet lips gary <laughs> you're gary thank you hello <laughs> <laughs> gary uh so so june of last year you guys really uh kicked this podcast up yeah right all right so yeah. I st- I started my podcast in a similar area. I did like uh, two episodes and then I did a third one uh, randomly that was by myself. And then I went dormant for like almost the entire year. And then September I did a random or no August. I did a random one. And then October, I just, it just been nonstop ever since, which is weird for me i guess i don't know i'm not a professional podcaster so i i tell everybody too um uh because they're like oh sorry i didn't mean to swear or oh sorry uh i didn't mean to put my beer in the in the picture i was like this is not a professional podcast we don't give a fuck here i was like we do this for fun man so uh that's how it should be right i mean i don't like it where they stop like mid-interview like or something like our buddy nick valente like that this one dude man he was aggravating us whenever we were watching watching him because the guy was like and nick valente like like he's no joke like he knows what he's talking about i just thought it was yeah. really rude yeah that's that seems rude to me um i like to just let people talk and uh get ha- engage with them there's, there's there's some podcasts that are actually pretty popular where you got the guests talking and you don't hear anything from it's basically the guest is carrying the show Mm -hmm. and i feel like i feel like that's like um 
what's the word that I'm searching for? Like a cop out kind of thing where you're just letting, you know, your, your guest basically run, not run, but be the, the inter, the guest is obviously interesting. You know what I mean? I I don't know how I'm kind of like a facilitator for it. Like you're kind of like just behind the scenes. Yeah. And they just kind of run, run the whole thing. You just chime in from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. That those ones are, are a little weird. Like I like to hear um like a, a conversation uh conversation i do like storytelling too but i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say but i enjoy your guys's podcast just mainly because of the way you guys interact with each other and we've already seen it the way you guys react <laughs> to each other hey you're gay <laughs> you stop being queer you know <laughs> i know that that's yeah, the way i talk you. with my buddies homo, you know but what like i mean? <laughs> call you gay and fag like <laughs> Um, Drew will be right uh, back. Drew, I'll, be right I'll be right back. back. I'll be right back. Yeah, keep sir. going. Keep going. For you sure. Gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> so, um, what mainly got you interested into uh, this this cryptid topic? Oh man, um, <laughs> I need a second to think because there's so many avenues I can approach this question. Um, <laughs> It's a, it's a loaded like, question, right? <laughs> oh yeah. At least for me, like I'm a big time overthinker and um, I, I love, I love studying and understanding con um, complex subjects and mm-hmm. explaining them in a simple way. Right. Um, that's just how my brain works. But, but pretty much I dealt with a whole lot of supernatural growing up and it wasn't until that Bigfoot hunt where I met Drew, um, which at first, man, I'm not going to touch. I got the 10 foot pole. Like <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it was funny. It was funny how it worked because so the guy who started it, I think it was like 15 of us um, late at night. Um, there were some things that, that he did that I didn't really agree, agree with. Like, um, and, and, and Cameron, if you're listening to this, I'm not throwing you on the bus. Um, but, uh, you know, he would have everybody drink because, you know, big uh, experiences or encounters happen when people are caught off guard. Right. And I'm like, well, I'd rather be on guard and I wouldn't want to be drunk because there would be people who would be going out and, after they had been drinking and yeah, you know, we want to go out there with protection. So a lot of them had firearms. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, they weren't dumb. I, I like, I know even if they were out of the, you know, were drunk, um, they more than likely wouldn't have fired at all. They would have been had enough common sense, but still, I didn't agree that with that. But anyway, um, he took his team with, I don't know, down some trail. And then I went with Jerusky and a few other guys who had the big guns. Cause <laughs> Whenever, whenever Cameron asked me, I'm like, I'm going to go with those guys <laughs> without ever thinking about it, because we were in, in Mammoth Cave National Park. Man, there are so many sightings there. It's just ridiculous. And it's one of the largest cavern systems, like I believe in the eastern side of the United States, if not yeah. the world. I don't know about the world, but I know at least America um, and Tennessee, um, I believe all of Tennessee pretty much sits on a massive cavern system. I know East Tennessee does, but it's it's very interesting when you hear a lot of these stories and things that are associated to the cave systems just weird weird stuff happens things are pulled in things are pushed out and yeah meeting him on that event really getting to chat chatting with him um whenever we separated into our own independent groups that was exciting um and then from there we would chat from time to time after that event oh crap you heard that sound something fell over nothing important it's just my wife's (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> kid, please don't tell her please don't tell her <laughs> um but but it was really cool and then i think that happened in 2015 and then i think in 2018 or something we tried to start the podcast yeah um but we honestly we weren't super super prof- professional about it i literally just i think we just use our cell phones 
uh, which honestly, that's how a lot of podcasters do start. And, mm-hmm. but it was just really hard. Just the point of life where we were, where we were both at, it was hard for us to meet up. And, um, at the time, I don't think I knew what streaming was. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, that's a thing. Um, yeah. That, and that's weird how that came up. But when you hear, when I heard about it, I'm like, what does that mean? I'm you like, know, what did you call me? Like, <laughs> just, so, um, man, but, but now since like, man, mainly 2020, like that's when, uh, you know, having, after I had my first kiddo. So I'm like, man, I want to focus on other things, mm-hmm. um, and do something that I really love and enjoy doing. Um, and I love cryptids, but, uh, but and, and with, along with many other things and um yeah there's a lot i could touch on just just on what i've learned since 2020 but god has really god really woke me up to a, to a lot of stuff yes not, not just spiritual but man i was just so freaking mentally lazy and um physically i'm not lazy but but mentally i can be and yeah just done a lot of digging and research and then talking to drew again back in june to start it back up and then in august we had our first ever episode because uh, we were both going through things and um at the time and yeah we went to the dogman uh conference out in um paris tennessee mm-hmm. got to meet tony merkel um and <laughs> and he, he said he's a he's a cool guy <laughs> yeah i'm just laughing i'll have drew tell you the story and and how we actually were able to just be in a booth right beside him it was really really interesting but i'm telling you man like drew can steal your clothes from you and sell them right back to you for like 20 times as much he's just he's a he's really good at really good at talking he's not a salesman at all like he's just really good at um and how he phrases things yeah i know Um, i have a couple friends that are like that dude it's, yeah i owe him 20 bucks for the shirt that he stole from me that i bought back so <laughs> <laughs> see it works <laughs> yeah yeah so i have like um a similar thing where 2020 was i feel like a lot of people started waking up to a lot of different like thing aspects of their of their own lives um and, and what is going on and what might be out there uh the simple fact that um they're putting ufos are real in the in the mainstream media is kind of interesting lately you know what i mean um yeah but so i feel like yeah i'm a little i can be mentally lazy too um physically i'm I'm not at all but i i feel like i can uh uh, lack in my mental capacity a a little bit but it's not the end of the world i don't think so um but do you read a lot do you read a lot oh man um drew is a big reader i like listening to a lot of audiobooks and skimming through articles okay it takes me forever to read books but drew is really good at it yeah i'm super slow at reading books but i like to and i should probably uh do the audio books more often dude i'm telling you man they're they're key except those really deep ones like i like to listen to like some of these scientific ones yeah uh, but i'm like man i didn't take freaking notes i need an actual book to, like <laughs> underline and highlight things yeah uh i remember this one time my ex-girlfriend and i we were uh because i was telling her how slow of a reader i am and she we would have like movies we'd watch a movie and it would have like the little like a um paragraph on something and i'd be mm-hmm. sitting there reading it and then it would go to the next scene and i'm like fuck i didn't finish and in my head i'm like fucking son of a bitch and then i just sit back <laughs> on the couch and she goes did you read that what? and i go uh what what it say 
Yeah, What's it in what, English? Yeah, what I go, what did it say? And she goes, she would just tell me because she fucking, dude, she could read like an entire pair, something that would take me probably 20 minutes to read. It would take her two minutes to read. Yeah, I hate that. I hate someone's amazingly skill. I mean, amazingly, amazing ability. <laughs> I hate one. <laughs> I hate somebody yeah. that's amazingly skill. <laughs> See, once again, Tennesseans. <laughs> <laughs> So Drew, uh, uh, Zook was just telling me about um, the Dogman conference that you guys went to, and you ended up getting a booth next to uh, the well-known Tony Merkel. Oh, that fag! Yeah, yeah, I did, man. I did, I did. Yeah, I love that guy. He's a good dude, man. Good dude. Yeah, um, he seems like a good yeah. dude. No, he's oh, cool. yeah, he's, yeah. Oh yeah, he's cool as hell, man. Good guy. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I got a little side hustle. I tag a lot of um, just whatever cryptids, superheroes, whatever. I just do a lot of tagging. So, um, yeah. So he, I followed him on IG. He followed me, and then he basically just hit me up uh, one day out of nowhere. He's like, "Hey, man, um, there's a Dogman conference going on. I'm invited. I have no merch. I like your work. You want to just sell merch?" I was like, "I'm there. Say no more." So nice. It's basically how how it started. Hey, are you into healing crystals? You should head on over to etsy.com slash shop slash heal with Christina and check out my friend Christina's sweet ass crystal shop. She's got a bunch of cool things in there. I was looking at it the other day and most likely I will be purchasing it, purchasing some crystals. Just based, not because I'm fucking... A spiritual bitch just because i think they look pretty cool anyways um if you guys head on over there uh she has um items ready to ship except for the uh crystal mushrooms uh, she makes those to order time is one to three business days depending on the amount of orders she currently has 28 different crystals and three different wire types um you can get on there. She has a whole bunch of um, crystal healing jewelry, homemade soy cr uh, crystal candles, fun resin art pieces, and amazing handcrafted crystals. And if you go check it out and you decide that you like some shit and you decide to purchase some shit, you can uh, enter um, uh, the code, uh, a coupon code, where uh weird 125 almost fucked that up weird 125 that's a capital w the one is spelt out just like in the podcast name and then the two and the five so if you use weird 125 you get 25 percent of off your purchase of whatever you decide to get from her shop and i really hope you uh do and support her shop uh, she does amazing things, and she's an amazing friend, and she's an amazing person. So, check it out. That's pretty cool. So, you guys do a lot of uh, merch stuff? I do when it comes to, like, my side hustle, when it comes to, uh, like, tagging portraits and stuff like that. I do. Okay. And then, and then Zuck just started up uh, basically kind of like a t-shirt thing for our podcast, and I'm going through another guy for t-shirts and then i'm doing uh, i'm going through another guy who's making patches okay so 
Yeah, we're slowly getting cool. into merch, but I know right now for just our personal lives, we just have a lot of moving parts. So yeah, yeah. Like, let's just focus on the podcast and getting us out there. However, we will be at Crypticon. I know you're up there in Maine, but dude, it's amazing just the networking and people you can meet at that at that event. So I'd highly recommend it. Just where, it where and when? Kentucky Lex is it Lexington? It's yeah, yeah. It's up in it's down in Lexington, Kentucky on November. Let me see real quick. November 19th, 18th, 18th, 19th. It's November 17th through the 19th. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Wow. All right. So, that gives me yeah. plenty of time to plan if I want, if I'm able to, to make that work. Um, yeah, I know my kids and I are going to Florida in October. So, um, yeah, the, a weekend. Kentucky. Oh, let's it's see. not that far if you take like a 20 no. hour detour <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i think i think we so my kids and I, when we went to arizona we were in uh we were almost to nashville be by like midnight i think we left at nine from maine and i think it was midnight when we were close we weren't quite to nashville but i think i want to say it was like midnight so i honestly close could it. probably make a little trip because i don't like i don't like flying Especially i don't either hate flying the all the like weird stories of like weird ass fucking people like it's not even the the concept of possibly crashing or anything like that it's people that yeah make me nervous on airplane that would make me nervous i've never been on an airplane so oh man yeah <clears throat> yeah i just don't like uh you know how basically if like your automobile dies out and stops, you're good. But if a plane goes out, uh... yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man, I think about that when we fly. I'm like, man, you know what'd be funny? Like years in the future, you know, okay, if he changes his mind and we see him flying on the back of Mothman, <laughs> like, hey guys, <laughs> that'd be such an epic entrance to Crypticon. Like, that man, would be. I'll just give you like oh, our whole booth. Man. I'm like, you know, I'll forfeit like our tickets for the hotel room. Tickets. I don't know. I did the hotel room. <laughs> Sasquatch is my daddy and is gonna protect me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man. So um what was I guess what would the question would be what would be if you can recall what your first like um encounter whether whether it's paranormal or uh cryptid. Z, you wanna go and then I'll go? Man, I have so many stories. I know you do too. Let's see. Just start from the first one. The first thing you remember, man. I remember when I was a kid, me and my, me and my sister, I have a twin. Um, we were probably like around four year, four or five. Uh, we were in this new house. Um, it was my aunt and um, her boyfriend. And I mean, it was just a, a normal family life. And one day I was just really bored. And I told my sister, I'm like, hey, hey, come over here. And I thought I heard like like somebody like rubbing or tapping or gently gentle scratches, and it was not an animal. That that was where like the way it sounded. I'm like, this sounds like an actual person's hand. So uh, I convinced my sister to go get a butter knife. So she got a butter knife because um, we couldn't get the real deal. And we just uh, I, I don't I don't know the type of wood it is, but it's that but it's that really thin fake uh, fake looking wood, and it looks like wood slats. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, we just cut straight down the center of the wall, probably like four, three to four feet. And then 
it stopped for a second. And then something, it was like a mist that came out of the wall. Um, and then of course we're like, what is that? We didn't know what it was. So we definitely, we, we stepped back and, um, it eventually, when it came out and moved a little bit further away from us toward the doorway, it formed a person and then it just walked away and then just dissipated. And it wasn't until I was 14 when my sister brought that up again. I said, what? That was real? That was, <laughs> that was so freaking weird. And I mean, that was just one of the, I know it's just so crazy. Like, <laughs> wow. But, but I know your senses still develop, you know, when, when you're um, a toddler and then a kid and it's so weird what culture does to, to the mind. Like so much, so many of our senses are just closed. Um, yeah. So this, so the mist com- formed into like a complete, like human looking humanoid looking thing and walked, walked away. Yeah. And what a jerk. Cause they didn't even say hi. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I still have no idea. Like, I don't know. It was, it was so freaking random, but like, that really is. Not like, he walks away from you. He's like, he's like, he's like, make me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So <sir>, daddy. <laughs> oh shit. Wow. That's interesting though. Like, so you just like, you just cut a hole in the wall and this mist comes out, forms a person, walks away. And then you forget about it until your sister mentions it. Yeah. And then another instant, I think it was in the same room. I don't understand this, but. Um, well, hey, well, real quick, real quick. What I want to know, since we're all dads, what did your dad do? I'm sure your dad whooped your, whooped your ass, man. Whooped your butt. You, you know, I'm out of blacked out because I don't remember. Yeah. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't My mother. <laughs> no, my dad, pers- if you're real, if that's an actual question that you want an answer to, my dad never put his hands on me. Uh, it was my mother. Yeah, man, my mother was rough. My dad would just like, son, don't do that again. (laughs) I'm like, all right, dad. I I remember my dad pulling the belt off of his uh, pants one time, and he's like, get to bed. And he went like that. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to bed. Well, dad, I should have worn brown pants. (laughs) But there was was one time, the one and only time that my dad ever put, put his hands on me was I was trying to grow... I was trying to grow some weed in his basement when I was like 15, 14. <laughs> and he's like, what is this? And I, I, we got into an argument and I raised my fist at him. And then he's like, yeah. And I put my hand down and he's like, you want to find <laughs> out? And then he grabbed me and punched me <laughs> and threw me <laughs> to the ground. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> so, so don't grow weed in your dad's basement. <laughs> Yeah, go to your mom's. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> plant it, plant it in your mom's garden and make it look like with the roses, you know. <laughs> that would be fucking imagine These roses that, smell like your No, the reason why I said that, the reason why I said that is because is is because that's what my uncle used to do. <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. Yeah. That's funny. Did uh did did he obviously did he tell you that or no he did well well i witnessed it uh because my dad and him used to meet up and my dad used to deal drugs and stuff back in the day so that he'd go there that's like his supplier and then he'd be out there i'm like why are they picking the roses wait they (laughs) they ain't picking roses what is that (laughs) i was young i didn't know and then my mom told me she's like yeah your uncle used to grow weed with uh with the roses in your auntie's garden. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Man, what a gift that would be for like an apology. To Man, the what a green thumb. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> um, 
So <laughs> I I guess Drew, if you want to tell um your for whatever first thing that you can remember. All right, I remember two things that popped up. One was when um oh god, I was I think I was in second and third grade. I remember that. I was in elementary school. My mom, she used to work two jobs and my aunt, she worked like the swing shift. So there was a certain like gap of time where I was like home by myself for maybe about an hour to two hours until my mom got home and then my aunt got home after. So after I got off of school. Um, so uh, it was I, I remember it was actually on a Friday night. I didn't sleep up in my room. I slept downstairs on the couch. My aunt went out. My mom got home. She was tired. She went to bed. So I ordered a, she ordered me a pizza. And then I was up playing. Um, I remember I was playing. I was playing Nintendo, like the first gen, but I was playing like Bart and like Radioactive Man is yeah. what it was. So yeah. I was playing that, and then I passed out. And then next thing I know, um, I woke up and uh, the TV. My, my mom came downstairs, shut off everything, went back upstairs, and then I woke up and I'm on the couch and I look straight ahead and that's like the stairway that goes up to the second floor. Mm-hmm. And I see like shadow people just walking up and down the stairs, dude, what? up and down the stairs. And I couldn't move. I couldn't scream. I couldn't do anything. I just laid there and, and I try to sink in the couch as far as I could in between the cushions. <laughs> and then it's, it scared me so bad that they started to walk up and down the stairs. They kept doing it. And then one walked all the way down the stairs and made a hard right and just stared at me. And then I was so scared, I passed out. I like, I from fear, I just I fell, asleep, wow. fell asleep. And then I woke up with my aunt waking me up. Hey, get up, get up, get up. You know, let's, let's go eat some breakfast. And I was like, what the freak just happened? No so shit. So then I talked to, yeah, yeah. So then I talked to my aunt about it, and she just kind of like looked at my mom and didn't say anything. So then I forgot all about it, right? <laughs> and it's weird how yeah. that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I found out like years later after when I was adult, my aunt was like, oh, yeah, he told, yeah, that whole place was haunted. Yeah, she goes, I woke up with um, with things like scratches on my back. My mom said she woke up with her door opening and closing, opening and closing. I'm like, and she's like, well, the reason why we didn't say anything is because, you know, is because for one, we don't want to scare you and all that. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. And then the second time was when my mom, she was out of town, but my mom's best friend, Lorraine, she was watching me her and her boyfriend well we went to go see some movie but it was like out of town and this is when i was living in colorado at the time went up to colorado springs or something and so we got out late got something to eat and then we went to her friend's house to sleep because we got off super late went over to her friend's house so they put this mattress on the floor in the living room so it was me my aunt lorraine and then her and then her boyfriend all on this mattress right well her friend was like, hey, don't mind the ghosts. Just ignore him. I was like, what? <laughs> what? She's like, and my, her, her, my, wife, my, my mom's friend Lorraine was like, what? She's like, yeah, just don't mind him. He just rummages through the kitchen. Just don't worry about it. Just ignore him. Go to sleep. He'll leave you alone. And then her husband, her boyfriend was like, what the freak? So we just laid there. Lights shut off. We're just laying there, right? Uh-huh. And next thing I know, I hear the cupboards opening and the glasses going through. Right. Uh. And I know I'm not dreaming because my aunt Lorraine's holding me and she's squeezing me and squeezing me. And she rubs my head. She's saying, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And then all kinds of glasses are getting thrown down. And then that 
chick's husband comes down. What the fuck? Hey, quiet, yeah, leave us alone. We're trying to sleep here. We're trying to sleep. Leave us alone. All right. He's all, don't worry, guys. I took care of it. And then he goes back upstairs. Right? Typical grandpa. And, and then she's like, Lorraine's like, it's okay, Andrew. Just go to sleep. I'm like, okay. So I'm trying to go to sleep. And then it starts again. And then, she's, and then what she does is that she just covers my ears. And then I fall asleep. Yeah. And then I wake up and then we go home. That's it. Wow. That, yeah. Man, my yeah, story sucked. <laughs> that, that's fucking yeah. freaky. So well, let's go back <laughs> to the, the stairs first. So you you're saying you saw multiple figures. I basically I basically I saw it looked like out of like the Victorian times, right? Like yeah, women wearing those big dresses, dude wearing the like suits and stuff like that. But it was like people coming and going. It was like it was like there was a party upstairs and they were like coming. People were going up. People were coming down. That's how it was. They were kind of like scooting by each other and stuff like that. It oh, was like par- pardon me, pardon me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a child looking at me. I'm gonna stare at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they're probably like, or vice versa. They're probably like, what is that? Is that a ghost? You know? Yeah, Maybe yeah. That, minds, well, yeah. that's true. I mean, if you uh, get into the like the many different um, yeah theories that people yeah. have about the yeah, about the multiverses and you know all that shit. So, um, so where where did you say that this place was with with the cabinets? Okay, so it was an old Colorado city that's mm-hmm. about 20 minutes away from Colorado Springs, like west of Colorado mm-hmm. Springs. So that's basically where it was at. And uh, that old Colorado city is pretty old. Uh, that's where like Tesla was at and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like the electricity and all that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so they had a lot of uh, had a lot of weird stuff up there, man. Wow. That's that's that would have scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it did man I'll, I'll never forget that too I, and my mom she was so pissed when lorraine told her that she's like you you guys slept there what's wrong with you jeez <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i don't know I, the minute i was told that there was going to be like ghost activity and then i'd be like well i'm not sleeping tonight that's uh, official <laughs> like so well, i, I might you. as well just fucking leave at this point you know what i mean like yeah. just just knowing that you think that you, this person thinks that there's shit going on in this house. Oh yeah, the cabinets will open. You know, it'll be fine. Just stay. Just you know, go to sleep. It'll be all right. No, it's not. It's not all right because I have to listen to this, and then I'm gonna be sitting here thinking that the next thing that it's gonna touch is fucking me. <laughs> yeah, and what and what and what sucked was the living room was literally there was a big opening to the kitchen. The living room was right there, and the mattress was right there. So our oh, feet were shit. directly towards the kitchen. So I'm leaning like this at the end of the, the mattress, and I'm looking at it like this, like trying to see in the dark. I'm trying to see in the dark, and she keeps pulling my head back. I'm like, I want to see it. I want to see it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Holy shit. So. God damn. That would – oh, my. Yeah. I've seen some freaking yeah. weird shit when i was a kid but that i it's man cabinets and shit moving and then you're trying to look at it and you know you can you're you physically can tell that your aunt is scared and she's moving you in a way to like holding you in a way basically to like uh, protect you and you know what yeah I mean? and, but i can also tell she was you. scared too right 
I can also tell she was scared too because her breathing was heavy. She was like, it's okay, it's okay. I was like, oh my gosh, this is legit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the holy fuck. Yeah, so when you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, have, man. Have you been able to, uh, have you talked to your aunt about that? Um, oh, I haven't situation? talked to her in, I haven't talked to her in years, probably since I graduated high school. I haven't talked to her, man. It's been about a good, almost 20 years, man. I haven't talked to her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Since so, graduating well, really, really high school it. 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. What? I'm almost pushing 40, bro. <laughs> oh. Was, I'm trying to think. I was like. I thought you were like 16. <laughs> ah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Jeans are good, man. Jeans are good. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't talked to her in a long time, man. She's really not an aunt, but she's like a good friend of the family. But yeah. Oh, okay. So. All right. Yeah. All right. And so. What, how, how was the conversation the next morning? Like, it was just, just like, just got the fuck out of there as fast. Yeah, as that's basically it. what it was. Yeah. She's like, Hey, let's get up. Let's go. Let's go. And then we went to Denny's and I went home. That was it. That's all I remember. <laughs> Denny's and then my at. mom, and then my mom chewing her ass out on the, on the porch. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful yeah. memories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> memories. So I know. So I've seen shadow people like my entire life and um, I've been in the state of paralysis a few times. So like, I know the feeling. Yes. Oh, bro. Three times, dog. Three times. I know uh, one. I had one that was super recent in this house, in the house that I have that I'm living in now. Um, But like, there's, there's so many times when I was a kid and that there was one time when I, I was sleeping, I was at my grandparents' house and we, me and my sister shared a room and we were on bunk beds and I was on the top and I just woke up. Well, not completely woke up, but, um, I just started like feeling the, oh, this overwhelming sense of dread and I couldn't move. And I don't know why, like, I didn't see a ghost or I didn't see like anything weird. I just yeah. kind of like started to come become awake and I was so like scared of nothing basically. So I don't really know what that was about, but yeah paralysis oh. is so interesting it sucks dude it does yeah now when i like now when i get it i just get pissed dude but yeah the but yeah but the first time i had it man we were basically we actually had a like a big giant worship night at our church right yeah i was running security at the time i got off late it was about like 1 30 in the morning i got off so button up everything turn on the radios Check the weapons. Hey, you guys still see me or am I glitched out? Yeah, you're frozen, but your voice sounds. Perfect. Ah, I look like a monkey. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> got him. So anyways, yeah. So after that, I got home and where we lived at the time, we lived in this apartment. And um, so basically. Open up the door. It's a long hallway. There's a kitchen to your right, master bedroom to your left, and you keep going down this hallway, and then it opens up into the living room, right? Well, I go in. Everybody's asleep. My wife, kids are asleep. So I just lay down on the couch. Well, I usually have this routine. I always pray over the house before I go to bed all the time. Well, I was so tired. I didn't. I just laid down and got my pistol out and put it underneath the pillow, and I'm just laying there on the couch, right? Well, I wake up, and across from me is like our kitchen table and a big clock we have, and I reason why i woke up is because i heard our front door open oh, and shit. shut and so i'm reaching to get my pistol and i can't move 
and I'm I'm like this, and I look at the clock, and it's 3.03. And I'm like, what is this about? I didn't know anything about sleep paralysis at the time, right? So I hear walking. Oh, fuck. And next thing I know, I see Vince Vaughn from Wedding Crashers, right? <laughs> <laughs> but hold up, listen to this. <laughs> it's listen, it's listen, all right? All right? I see Vince Vaughn, and I'm like this, like. <laughs> but but Vince but Vince Vaughn's like seven foot tall, dude. He's tall. Yes. And he's wearing his suit and he's smiling at me. He got his hands in his pockets and he's comes up the foot of the couch. He's like, Hey, what's up, buddy? Can't move, can you? And he smiles. And then his smile turns to just like that. Then he grabs his hair, rips it down, and it's a grim reaper, dude. A straight what? up black silhouette, a shadow person of a grim reaper. Yeah, and this thing comes literally up to my face, leans over, and it's like this to my face, dude. And I feel heat from the breath, and all in my mind, I'm just trying to say, "In Jesus' name, get out of my house!" In Jesus' name, get out of my house! But I can't because I'm seized up. I'm like, I can't. My body can't move nothing. But so I started thinking it real hard, uh. like I'm trying to telepathically tell it, "In Jesus' name, get out of my house now." Then it gets up in shock and it goes away. And then I get up, ah, pull my pistol out, look around, do a couple checks around the house, check on my kids, check on my wife. I just start praying over the house, dude. And then I go back to bed. So that's the first time. Fucking Christ. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a picture uh, whenever I lived with a, uh, the girl who practiced witchcraft. You um, lived with a girl that practiced oh, witchcraft. Go into that, Zook. Go into that. Oh, oh yeah. Story. That's actually Story time. Christian. Like, um, it wasn't the drinking or drug and it was like actually that, <laughs> but man, so she loved, um, man, she, she messed with, with so many things, um, that, that were pretty dark, no matter how it was packaged, whether she said it was good or not. That's no, what she said. Dark <laughs> oh, you son of a cream toasted marshmallow. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to, I had to, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm but uh, she really liked the layout of her new bedroom because whenever I guess whenever she was stressed or bored, she would just like reorganize things. And um, she had a vanity mirror that was facing the closet and, and nobody can fit in that closet. Like it was so small and tight. It was a very, very small. Don't say that's what she said. Um, <laughs> of a, yeah. Enjoy your IBC root butthole beer. Uh, but yeah, you couldn't even fit in there shoulder to shoulder. So. Um, she took a picture of it and you can clear as day see a reflection of the Grim Reaper. Uh, he didn't have the scythe or anything. And then there was somebody standing by him and halfway down their silhouettes, it started to become transparent. The figure by him, I mean, they were both solid colors. Like the Grim Reaper had um, beneath the hood, it was just pitch black, but you can still see the outline of the hood, the wrinkles in the cloak, like it was crazy. And, and the guy beside him, he was like a mixture of gray and white. But I mean, man, I'm I'm not a thief, but I really wish I, I, I took that picture um, because I'm like, this is like nobody can like can't really explain this because those figures could not have fit in that closet together. So it was definitely a ref uh, something in the mirror. Yeah. And it's it's wild. Like mirrors. I don't know if all mirrors or not, but it's almost like a um, portal, so man. Many stories, man. They're gateways. Yeah, like, for sure. Her, her closet definitely was a gateway. Um, I mean, I would feel the presence and. One day I was just chatting with her, like we were just hanging out in a room and it was a long day for work for both of us. And we were just like laying in our bed, just chatting, and stared at the ceiling and her door just started vibrating. And then there was a voice on the other side. Then the handle started shaking because um, she did have a roommate, um, but the roommate was just going through uh, 
just going through a lot mentally and she was on a, quite a bit of meds. So whenever she was out, like she would be out for like 14 plus hours. Like she was, she was sleeping a long time. Like, a, Holy like shit. a long. yeah. And, um, when that started happening, I'm like, I, I did not recognize that voice. It sounded like that, that uh, female teacher from Charlie Brown. that was like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and I'm like, Nope. So, and I'm just, uh, this is just how I am. I'm just more of a pr- protective person. I'm my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been like that even since I was a kid and I instantly just jumped the door, open it. Nobody was there. And it literally took me a second to get, I mean, so freaking fast. Um, and there's no way the roommate could have made it across the hall to the other side of her bedroom, under the sheets, up against the wall, turned facing the wall. Like there's just no way. Cause I didn't hear anything. Um, and then when I was alone in that house, I would, I would see shadow. It is a specific type of demon, but you actually see these things in the corner of your eye. Then when you look, it's not there. But it yeah. sucks because like that's all I do. That's all I do is play with you. Um, and I would feel things, I would hear things, all these weird sensations. Like just one of many stories. Uh they're they're at that place. Yeah. But yeah, man, those Grim Reapers are freaky. Yeah, I would say. Um, I know you mentioned um uh, this woman on your podcast at least once that I've heard. Um, but you didn't really like go into um details a lot. So how long were you guys together? Uh, probably like, I think maybe just a few months. And then that's when I, I felt like um, it was a very interesting um, connection. Like, like, like we were intimate and stuff. Uh-huh. And even before her, I was with many other women. And like, it was so weird. I literally felt like there were pieces of my soul. But any sort of sexual interaction, like it really is like the joining of souls. Right. But I literally felt like bits of myself were being pulled away from me. And I started becoming a different person. Like I literally eventually over time, I was the backseat driver to my mind. And I was just watching all the all, like say things. I would do things. And I'm like, this is out of my character. Hmm. Um, almost kind of sounds like almost kind of sounds like a succubus is working through her, dude. Yeah. No, yeah. I have no doubt, man. Like the stuff she would the stuff she was in, dude. Um, it was crazy. And, um, Hey, tell him about her. Um, tell him about her, uh, protector on the ceiling. Like that thing you told me about like the gargoyle thing or whatever. She's like, Oh, Oh, don't worry about him. That's just, it's just my protector. He watches us or something like that. Oh, you have to refresh me. Um, there were just so many things that happened in the house. Um, I know one day, like we were just chatting and all of a sudden, like, I don't know what we were chatting about. We were just chat because she was a very deep thinker, much like myself. So we would just sit and chat for hours sometimes. And all of a sudden she was like, ah, ah, like just started <laughs> freaking out. And um, sp- sporadically there would be like spirits um, that would just randomly show up and they would be really close to her. And she said that they're not just like the cute cuddly looking spirits, like they're, they are demonic. Yeah. And I'm like, I think there's a lot more going on with you. And that should have been a red flag. Like whenever she uh-huh. mentioned um, your stuff before I moved in, but me as a child, I was homeless for a while and I'm like, I don't want to go back to that. And I wanted to get away from my, the, the crew I hung out with being around drinking and drugging. Cause I just wrecked a car. I blew all this money into only had liability. So it's not good to have liability. <laughs> had to move out of Nashville into Murfreesboro. Cause she said, Hey, um, Oh, which it is funny how I met her. Um, she was in my massage therapy class. Um, cause I thought that would be cool. But, uh, after doing it, I'm like, man, I don't, I know this is going to sound really stupid, but I'm like, man, I don't like touching people. Like, I didn't, <laughs> but I'm like, you can make a lot of money. I was literally driven by money. That's why, yeah, letting money like the love of it is just really dumb. People do really, really sad things <laughs> to get that, but that's how the yeah. devil works, man. 
yeah, man, no joke. And um, one day, whenever we were in lab, um, she, we were doing some sort of hand, uh, hand massage. And she said, Oh my God. I'm like, well, what? She said, you're at high risk. I'm like, what does that mean? She's like, you can, you can die any, any minute. And I thought to myself, I'm like, any of us can, <laughs> but, yeah. but um, she said, no, specifically like these cracks in your hand, all this crap went into all this palmish palmistry stuff. And, and it, within like just a few days, I was in a really bad, um, accident. I mean, I was an idiot. Like I was drinking and driving almost killed people, but by the grace of God, I did not, thankfully. But um, that's that's around the, around the time when I really should have died because my car was snapped in half and my engine was in my passenger seat. My car was like Holy pretty much, I mean, my my, my chair was like leveled out mm. like because that the impact just pushed that steering wheel and I broke my ribs. And man, it was just crazy. And I still could have walked away um, in a lot of pain, of course. But uh, yeah, I made it on the news. So so I got wow. my five minutes of fame. <laughs> oh, Nashville. <laughs> Um, oh, Nashville. but yeah, <laughs> I went the wrong way down a big old, big old parkway there. Like, so, yeah. I mean, that was me beating down, but yeah, that was, uh, it, it was over time. I rec- uh, I thought back to just that time whenever she told me, man, you're high risk. Um, and then I went through like a lot of me having to move to different places and stuff like that because uh, I couldn't really work. So, and I didn't have my family to rely on. Like they just aren't the best financially. Um, and then um, I remember her saying, hey, you can move in with me. So that's how I ended up moving in with her. And I would laugh about it. I was like, oh, you know, you're, you're a witch. And, you know, I thought it was kind of like a Disney thing. I'm like, oh, you know, so many people that they think they're witches or Wiccans and stuff. I'm like, man, Wiccan is like a witch hippie. Like, I don't, I don't, it, I'm, I'm not trying to, well, maybe I, I am to, trying to offend somebody to an extent, but I'm like, it's just packaged differently. Like mm-hmm. Wiccan is not witchcraft. I'm like, it is definitely witchcraft. And like, it, it just, it just focuses, focuses on other things and just packages it differently. Um, but yeah, man, all the stuff she allowed in the house. And then she, she had like really weird, um, gargoyle. Well, she did have some sort of gargoyle statue, um, in the house. And I'm pretty sure at this house, somebody was buried in the basement too. It was just a heavy sense that I had going down wow. there. Um, and there were, do you know, know if she knew that there were, do you know if she knew that oh, yeah, there was like, somebody man, buried? she would do like astro prediction and, and get out of her body and crap, which since all we are, are souls with bodies, yeah. like whenever you exit your shell, it's like, seriously, anything can take it over in time. There's really no relevant, like, like time doesn't matter when you're in this, in the spiritual realm. Like, so I don't know. So she'd have to, I guess, make like the, the best choices. And she said she would let things um, enter her body in exchange for like some sort of spiritual knowledge or, something i'm like man that doesn't sound too good to me yeah <laughs> um, no that doesn't sound good at all i'm like man and because I, I don't know i just think it's it's very interesting um but some days i could tell whenever man because her roommate i know her roommate was going through quite a bit but i knew she was possessed like dude her eyes sometimes just seem black whenever the light hit him in a certain way the and roommate I wasn't was things, or like, she was um, yeah like no um, well i know that both of them were at some point like but it was like her roommate. I can just tell like there were some, there were just some very, very dark things haunting her roommate. And, okay. um, and cats are really good at like noticing like these spirits and stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna call them spirits, these demons. And, yeah. and you, you can like move around the house and stuff. And those cats would just be so active around the house. And so I would feel so bad for a cat to go into a haunted house. Cause I'm sure like it would just be so overwhelming, but, um, 
yeah, like, uh, I, whenever, I don't know, I don't think I lived there at the time, but I went down there to visit or maybe I did live. There. I think I did live there, but she said she was going to do some possession. And I'm like, <laughs> that's, I've seen possession before. Um, but it wasn't ever a, super extreme. I mean, I did see somebody's eyes turn, turn black. Um, and then there was like a light that would turn off. Um, and then in high school, I saw faces form snowy TV. And then you can hear like grunts and groans. Um, but with, but with her, like, it was the weirdest thing. Cause I didn't know this was possible, but I know demons tried to destroy since we are created in the image of God, they try to destroy it in any and every way possible. And her face literally started changing. It started shifting. It's still, it's still the same, but there were slight modifications. Like even like the, the occipital ridge, like just around her eye line, it literally started like forming differently to where it looked mm. like more skeletal and her, like her eyes turned black. And then the way she would look and turn her head, it was more, what's the word? Like, um, more with tweak, like, like, I don't know, like the creepy kind of shaky, like when you move, it looks like it, you're all like, uh, you're twitching and, um, all that. It was weird. Um, and the crazy thing is it's one of those things I did have it on camera, but I don't know what happened because then like, like 15 plus years um and who uses cameras anyway anymore <laughs> but th there was that and then like uh i don't know what and then whenever i'm like I'm, I'm like let's just be friends because all the all the weird stuff i was feeling and then i wanted to um i think it was february of 2009 i think i'd been there for maybe like um a few months or so and then after then that's when i started going to church um and then I'm like, I don't need to be living this lifestyle. So I, I just stopped messing around. Um, and I just slept at the other side of the house and being by myself, man, it was so freaky. Like, cause she didn't, um, I slept pretty much in a dining room. It was, a, it was an open layout house. So mm -hmm. then there would be the kitchen on the other side of the wall, which there was a bookshelf blocking a doorway. And, um, and man, I would just see here and feel things. And the more curious I got to learning more about Jesus, um, the, the, the harder it seemed to get for me in that house and, um, which for obvious reasons, like, I don't know, it's, it, it was just wild. And then when nobody was there, I would see shadows in the corner of my eyes, as I mentioned earlier. And, mm -hmm. um, I mean, one day I was cooking and it was definitely a super small kitchen. I mean, the stove was, was literally, I could have stood in one spot and I could have been to like, to the stove, to the counter cabinets and then sink. And, I was cooking a delicious, amazing steak. <laughs> and <laughs> after, after I cooked it, um, I laid the skillet back down on the, um, on the oven eye. And then all of a sudden, like something picked it up and slammed it down. And that literally, that was like a millisecond that I just turned and I was still watching and it was wobbling. And I'm like, man, what the actual crap is going on here? Um, oh, and then uh, I talked to the pastor because most nights, man, I was trying to, um, because of my DUI, like, man, I was being sued for like up to a million dollars. They never got it because I definitely, I've never had like close to that amount. But, um, and, and, and yeah, like I would go visit my pastor and stuff while having my bicycle, biking to opposite sides of town, working two jobs. Um, I don't even know how I, how I operated because I didn't sleep very much, but I just didn't want to go back there. But my pastor, like, um, I would just, it was just so awesome, man. Like just the times I just got to hang out with him and um, just chat and learn more about what was going on. And then eventually after about maybe six months, I was finally able to move out of there um, to some people who did drugs. <laughs> I'm like, but I didn't know that before I moved in. It was just a, just a coworker. Um, 
but but yeah, then it was a progression of of houses that I was moved into that one they just kept getting better and better and better after that. So it was cool watching God work through that. But man, dude, it's wild. But yeah. there was way more stories, <laughs> you know. So she told you that she was a witch before you moved in. Oh yeah, and I, I really did laugh. Like I thought she was. <laughs> it was like one of those. <laughs> oh, you're serious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, dude. That all that all of everything that you said um, is creepy as fuck. And I just want to say that while you were telling your story for whatever reason, um, whatever entity wanted to fuck with your um, Wi-Fi did so. And then as your story was winding down it, you're back to normal. (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, man, it's so weird with all this stuff but like i know that our bodies like like we do like our bodies do give off certain frequencies and stuff oh yeah for sure um and i mean who knows because you know when them um what are they those like ghost meters and stuff yeah i don't know capture frequency like uh evp not not emp um but but anyway Yeah. yeah you can um yeah i mean you can tell when like the signal is disrupted and stuff like that and it's so weird like I don't know. I've, I've, I've been on so many of these calls, but I've never, well, not of this, but I've used zoom for like a lot of businessy type stuff. And right. I've never had like issues. Honestly, I've never had issues and I have like a newer computer. So I don't know. I just think it's, it's odd. It is. It is odd. Um, and then we were, we were also talking about mirrors too. And um, how you, they probably possibly could be portal portals so your story about the like the the mirror when you opened up your story of uh this woman you had mentioned that story um i think also like if you have like an energetic field like so you have it near like say your um the fuck is the word why I hate it when I'm trying to speak about something that I know yeah, and I've spoken se- spoken about it several times and I can't fucking think the, of the word the power box. Power oh, box. one of those. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so like if you 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 have all your electricity going to this one box, right? And you have a mm-hmm. mirror near it and then all of a sudden weird shit starts happening. I feel like that that is like um um that makes me feel like that energy is energizing that mirror and that makes me think even more the, the mirror is a port a portal like you guys were were saying and i had this woman on um quite a quite a while ago we actually became friends uh her, her and her her partner um she experienced fucking shadow people uh incubus and shit and she had her mirror covering her power box so she put this, it was a mirror that was passed down from like her grandmother to her mother to, from her mother to her. And she hung this mirror right over that box and all the, and there was always like shadow people near it. And then the incubus visit started visiting her. And then since she's gotten rid of that mirror, she's hasn't had any issues. So I think there's definitely something to mirrors for sure oh man yeah i've heard stories like that it's so wild too like these um just just charged objects too yeah that's what it is yeah definitely if that if that was a family heirloom and that's what i've seen on a lot of cases too 
if people have ghosts or um, paranormal activity in the house, like, and if, if people, you know, start getting um, heirlooms from the family, like, like track that down and maybe get it out of the house, kind of like basically, basically kind of like test it, like get it out of the house for a little bit and see if it, see if, see if everything dies down, you know what I mean? Right. And then bring it back in. Like, and if stuff starts ramping up, okay, cool. I pinpointed it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. But right. yeah, I just thought that was interesting. But. So um, also they say that um, alcohol is spirits. So do you think that right before your DUI, um, do you think that you may have been giving yourself away to um, the spirit of alcohol? I don't know. I don't believe um, alcohol itself is bad because I know it's mentioned. Um, True. I know through wine, I want you to right. drink that because there's cleansing. I know with, with beer, um, but but it's moderation is key to everything. However, whenever you, uh, you know, God wants you to be sober minded, but just in general, just for safety. Like, I think everybody should be sober minded because you never know what will happen. And, you know, and, and just my stupid accident, um, me being a stupid, dumb fathead, you know, thinking I can drink and drive. Um, yeah. I forgot where I was going with that. Because something distracted me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, was, there was like that was like, a marker lying on my wall. I'm like, how did that get here? And then I just <laughs> lost was... If you want to know what AD is, just watch that back a few times. Uh, That's exactly what happened. Oh, dude, thank you so much. <laughs> but I don't know. You and know then, so wild. And right this... when you looked it took like right when you looked up i knew oh he lost it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was deep into thinking about that marker on the wall i'm like what the um, so i forget i was when i was young i was drinking pretty consistently and pretty heavily um i wouldn't call myself an alcoholic but there was some some nights here and there and i remember driving one day thinking that i would nothing would happen to me and i ended up seeing um let's see i was so i was driving and it was this back country road and it i was 20 minutes away from home and then i just see this like uh i almost want to say it was a black dog in the middle of the road and i come to Uh, a complete stop okay and i stop and i'm looking at and i blinked a couple times and there was nothing there and i'm like and I sat there for a minute and I was like, I'm going to sit here for a second because I could have sworn I just saw a black dog in the road. And I sat there and then I saw headlights coming like it was over far behind me. And I, but I saw headlights in my rear view and I was like, all right, I got to get going. And then I, and then I, I was a, luckily I was able to get home. No harm, no foul to anybody or myself, mainly to anybody else. And ever since that night, I was like, I'm not getting behind the wheel after drinking ever again so luckily i didn't personally go through something as horrific as you did to be like man maybe i shouldn't probably do be doing that but i don't know um maybe if the black dog was like 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 an entity or um or something being like yo what the fuck are you doing kind of thing yeah do you remember like some of the detail of the dog no I, I just i just remember it i just remember the figure of a dog i don't even remember what it looks like i and i know that it was black and it was just came out into the road and i stopped i instantly stopped because i didn't want to hit anything because i knew i already was like i shouldn't be behind the wheel 
before I got behind the wheel. Yeah. So I was I already had like that sense of as soon as I see something, I'm gonna probably stop so that I don't fuck <laughs> anybody up or myself. I don't know. <laughs> so um well, it is I heard a story of like truckers um seeing a black dog when like they would get really tired and yeah, once i've heard of that too yeah and they would see it and the, it was like an indication that they needed to like pull over, pull over. And go to sleep yeah. or something so yeah. i i don't i haven't really looked too far into it but i just thought i would mention mention that just because on the topic of you know drinking and driving so i just I don't I don't really know what to put to, to it. I haven't done a whole lot of research in it. So um if you guys have any like kind of insight, that'd be that'd be great. Well, I have some guesses. Um but I guess I'll go back to um some other things too, just about being sober minded and stuff. And yeah. How um like like I know that if you have a disease or something like that, um, I guess glaucoma, um, you can like smoke and pot and stuff, but really like pot for people who don't need it other than for like um i guess for like a medical reason like it, it really is and just in general it is it is a type of gateway drug mm-hmm. not just the, the first drug people start with to where they they want to do harder ones but literally it dulls your spiritual senses and then it opens up your mind to like some pretty dark stuff like some people will call it like probably enlightenment or all this other other stuff but no it's it's um because there man there's so many stories just of people coming in contact with like these these beans but they have to be on on pot or drugs in order to do it or even drunk to an extent but it's more so i would say probably pills or something you smoke um at least from my experience and yeah and then um and then on another note for the black dog it made me think um it was a, a man so much happened the week after i was baptized um that was the first time I think, well, no, and like in high school, I would watch shadows move around my, and they were silhouettes of people, um, but they would move around my walls and then eventually lead up to the ceiling and then be around and over my bed. Um, but that was because I would do a lot of ghost hunting. I'm like, oh, this is fun. This is exciting. You know, what's going to happen? I'm going uh, to follow you. Yeah, um, follow you home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. And, and then dude, it's crazy. And, and how many other ways like it, it will affect you. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. And I remember waking up. It was the first week I was baptized and I just woke up in straight fear. And I looked over at the corner of my room and it was absorbent. Whatever it was, it was mon- It was a monster. It was like eight foot tall. I mean, it had to be at least eight, maybe nine foot tall, but it was so big and hulking, like it was hunching over. Um, not, I'm not hunching over in a creepy way, but just that it was in a really tight spot. So mm-hmm. I have no idea why I chose that corner of the room because it, because <laughs> it was really tight. Like, um, like the closet actually came out of the wall and the door would open right, almost hitting that wall. Like it was a horrible construction, but anyway, yeah, it was over there and it was absorbing all the darkness because I, I forgot what it's called, but it's all the speckles you see in the light, but it's how your, your eyes uh, perceive light and stuff. And yeah, it was like blacker than black. Um, but I, I couldn't even get like Drew, Drewski was saying earlier, like I couldn't even get in Jesus name out. I mean, I could move my mouth, but I was like, it was like something was slapped over my mouth and I couldn't barely speak. Wow. Eventually I mustered up enough courage because I knew this wasn't a dream. Like I knew that I was wide awake. Um, maybe in the beginning it was sleep paralysis. 
mm-hmm. but I was able to move. So I don't know what you would call that, but I was able to at least grab my Bible and then I hid under the covers because we all know covers save you. <laughs> and <laughs> I, just, I held on so tight to, uh, to that Bible man. And I know eventually I just started, I didn't know what to say. So I, cause I was a newer Christian. So I didn't know if there was like a right way to pray or anything, but I just said in Jesus name, in Jesus name, in Jesus name, until I eventually just fell asleep. Um, haven't had anything crazy like that since, but, um, later on that week, I went to a friend of mine's birthday party. And this is where I want to talk about the black dog. Um, she lived way out in the country and, um, we were really bored. There were three people there that caught, that got my attention. Um, because me being, um, in the past, I would do ghost hunting and stuff like that. So I can tell if there's like somebody who's a sidekick or somebody who dabbles in that stuff. And I can tell these three people had their eyes on me. Um, cause you know, I, I would see them looking at me through my peripheral. Um, then I started piecing things together because they started being standoffish and they wouldn't really talk to me a whole lot. They would more so be, I don't know. It was weird. Like one will be over here and then there'll be others over here. So for some reason I felt like I was being corralled. Why oh, do we lose Drew? Um, and and then later we're like, hey, let's go to the graveyard. And because uh, we thought that was a great idea. <laughs> we're like, yeah, let's go do that. That's cool. What else are we going to do? We're country girls and boys. Um, so we walked, it was probably maybe like a mile from our house. It was some old family graveyard. And one of the girls started talking because it was a boy and then two girls. And one of the girls started talking to me. Then there was a girl in the front of me and in the back of me. And then I automatically knew at that point, I'm like, yeah, there's something up with them. They see something that I don't, but I know I don't want to see what they see. And she was trying to distract me with conversation when the guy in the back was, I guess, trying to protect me or something. And the girl in the front was just kind of being like the lead, like the eyes. Um, And then eventually when we got back, um, the guy stopped about 50 feet behind me and he, he kept looking over his shoulder and I heard a really weird sound. Um, I think it, it was summer. So, um, so, so there weren't really like a lot of, a lot of like leaves on the ground or anything, not like fall. And mm-hmm. it sounded like something um, being ruffled, like a bag ruffled around in the bushes. And, but there were no bushes near me and the trees were pretty far, far back. And then I, and then I, I hollered out to the guy. I'm like, what the heck was that? And he was like, dude, that was a demon laughing. I'm like, what? So the guy just walked closer to me and he was just explaining there was some angel of light following us. Um, but it seemed like all the demons that, that they saw, they saw so many demons. They were literally, literally like going like this, just slowly coming up further and further out of the ground and just staring at me like hard. And, and then he was explaining that to me and I said, Oh, I know. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I was just baptized like a few days ago, uh, or like five days ago or something. And he said, man, that must explain it because he said there were archangels there were hellhounds following me. And that's why I believe that black dog potentially. I don't know, like, since um, there isn't a lot of detail on some of these people. Like, I have heard of them seeing black dogs, but I don't know if they're all black. Mm-hmm. But, man, I can feel the sense of, it's it's like that primal fear you have. But even deeper than that, it's we, since, once again, we are just souls with bodies. It's a spiritual type of fear that we have. Like, and, and these entities and things like they operate in a different realm. So, I mean, they can see us and they're always around us. There, mm. there is a spiritual war going on. And for our souls, man, and it sure. is crazy. So many people are closed off to it. And for them to open up their mind, unfortunately, sometimes um, they'll have like really bad trips, whether that be on, on drugs, like crazy stuff. Because I've heard it on, on acid, man, dude, there are some crazy stories. 
and I believe what these people say. Not, I mean, not all BS stories, but, um, yeah. but there are, I don't know. It's, it's just crazy because sometimes those people don't have bad trips, but, um, and I put that in quotes. Cause I'm like, no, like after that, like when their senses are that dulled, then something will possess them. And man, dude, they're forever like changed unless they accept Jesus Christ as their, as their Lord and savior. Like, dude, it's, it, it, it's just wild. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's crazy. So yeah, you were, were you able to see these, these uh, figures when you were in the cemetery there, or you just know, like in your mind's eye, you, you knew that this was going on. No, I, yeah, I can feel like a spiritual heaviness, like um, that primal fear, that primal instinct that we have, like I knew something was watching me and okay. it was, I knew it wasn't related to people because people definitely feel different than an actual, like, um, I guess creature or a monster. It's just yeah. a different vibe it gives off. And I knew that I couldn't see it, but there would be like this, I don't know, like these this really weird wind. To me, it was weird. Maybe to everybody else, it could have been another wind. But I knew, I don't know if it was like specific to those demons, probably opening up portals or something like that. But um, for sure, I, I don't know. It was just, it was so odd. And the way it whistled between the, the, the trees. Like, mm. Yeah. So um, I guess I would say that um the fact that you were just baptized um uh, obviously you you mentioned it too um where you you, you th there's a spiritual war going on whether uh you want to believe it or not that um it's the like i always i always say the devil lives in hollywood you can see that portrayed <laughs> through uh this so-called oh, art yeah. um you know what I mean? And people think it's funny and it's not funny because whether you believe it or not, these people believe it. Um, and it's projected through, um, through, through their so-called art, whether it be movies, uh, music, uh, music videos, um, uh, Grammy award shows, um, things like that. Um, and I think, <clears throat> I think, uh, obviously you go outside and you look around there's and you think and, and you're still like i'm an atheist the, the 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 this earth is just here just for for me um it, it's weird to me like there's obviously a creator something created us um i mean look at the mechanics of you know the human body um I, and like you you've said several times now we're just um souls in a body where we're essentially universe expressing itself expressing itself as a human for a little while and we have an allotted time to experience the things that we are to experience almost like uh we're contracted to experience those experiences it's like so like i don't know if you believe in um multiple lives or whatever or past lives and shit like that um it's almost like um we are meant to each life we're meant to learn something new whether it be in this reality or i guess this dimension or another that and and uh that's my belief on on all that and i do think that the fact that you were baptized it, right before you guys were out there there was something watching over you but something also like 
we were so close to fucking having him pulled in into our side and then you know like you got the angel angelic <laughs> you know entities like hell oh, fuck you <laughs> we got this one so um, yeah basically i found that story extremely like interesting to, yeah <laughs> yeah that that's exactly what it reminded me of that that uh of of constant of the constantine um and it's just like i don't know it it's it was intriguing to me um, on the on a spiritual level, so um, I appreciate you sharing it, and um, I enjoyed you talking about it. So, um, how how old were you when you got that? How old were you in this instance? Uh, oh crap! We just lost you. Come back, bro. <laughs> Come back to life, man. Uh, of course that would happen. Yep. Thank you. All right. Let's see. Let's see if it's something on my... Uh, you, Drew, you got full bars. Yeah, I'm good to go. Uh Oh, he's completely frozen. I can't even hear him now. I'm going to text him real quick. Oh, now he's gone. Hey, oh. he's back. There he is. Look, I was just calling you, big dog. I was just calling you. <laughs> Dang, man. It's so freaking weird when this stuff happens. It is weird. Um, um, but yeah, go ahead. If, if uh, you, uh, I was, uh, what the fuck did I ask? Oh, how old were you old? When, when you were baptized? Um, I was uh, 21. Um, and I'm trying to think. I feel like there was something else I was going to say too. And then <laughs> I pretty much poured my heart out and <laughs> didn't realize it's not recording. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. But, but so yeah, I was um, 21. And man, there was so much to learn because of just how I lived my life before then. So some people, they think like, once you become a Christian, I mean, dude, there are so many twisted beliefs. I'm like, literally trace everything back to the Bible. And also don't talk to people who like, who don't take it serious. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's just, um, it's just so wild, man, how much it's been twisted. Yeah. But, but yeah, it took me a while. I think over the course of a year, I stopped drinking, um, when I stopped drugging instantly, um, yeah. but I would drink from time to time, but I just couldn't handle it. Like I would want to drink a lot. Mm. Um, so yeah, I finally decided in, in 2010, that's when I stopped drinking. It was November of 2010. And then I met my, um, that's around the time I met my girlfriend who is now my wife. Um, and we have about 80 babies. And <laughs> 80? <laughs> Jeez. We live on a big farm. It's get so off her, man. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I promise it's in the water. <laughs> pull, out, pull out games week with this one. We're going to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> so did your DUI happen before you were baptized? Oh, yeah, it yeah. happened. Um, let's see. It happened October 24th, 2008. Okay. And then in February, I think it was. Yeah, February 2009, that's when I started going back to church. But man, I've been so burnt out by church. I knew it's not, 
so many it's just treated more like a business than yeah um, an actual act of god to be able to show the love of christ to so many others and yeah that, until I, that, I one day a friend just invited me yeah. by, and it was a guy like i dated i dated his friend's friend like I so you I were gonna say you dated afraid. him <laughs> yeah i dated him his friend <laughs> but <laughs> it, it's crazy from the seventh grade from the seventh grade i knew this guy and i hadn't seen him since then uh, and then I don't know, like, I really believe God definitely orchestrated that because he came in um, one day when I was a host, like at the time I didn't, dude, I was at rock bottom at that point, trying to figure out like life. And when I hit my head on my DUI, like I literally was knocked senseless. Um, it took me about a month to learn how to eat properly again. And because uh, I kept when I was wanting to bring the food to my mouth, my hand would keep bringing the food food to my forehead, even when I moved my move my mouth to like eat it it would keep going it was so frustrating so it's the little things we take for granted mm. um and 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 yeah that uh, it was um around then i was like walking one day it was like about six to eight months later um still trying to figure out like my life and what happened and and stuff and then it was like somebody poured a liter of acid into my brain and all these memories came back and i didn't know how to react because it was so free it was such a weird sensation like i literally like froze and i started shaking just a little bit because i didn't know how to um comprehend it like i don't know it's just such so freaking weird um but yeah like and I, I truly believe that's something that god gave me back um and i mean it was i know there are still a lot of memories that i probably don't have but i mean if you saw my car you'd be surprised i, sur I survived and especially that i can still talk like mm. i mean I, I really should have been ripped in half if i was to be graphic like it, it was really freaking bad but but i don't know that woke me up and that was around the time when i'm like i need to start changing um, but it's crazy, man. I still didn't want to give up drinking and drugging. And it was that um, it was that witchcraft that got me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was an old friend. I know, tangents, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that guy came in. He told me about this church that was just starting up. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. So so two weeks later, I went to go try it out. And I'm like, this guy, he actually reads from the Bible. And it's called expositor preaching or expository preaching. He'll, he'll read a few scriptures and then he'll break them down and give you history and more information on it. And he's always open because he doesn't put himself above anybody there. And he still doesn't. Um, he'll say, no, I want you to fact check me and make sure I'm correct. And this is accurate. Um, and it's it's been amazing watching, watching that church grow. But with growth, there will also be types of birthing pains. And um, just wherever there are people, there will be all sorts of drama. And yes, for sure. it's and of course, that came. And, you know, I know Drewski, man, being on security, he's seen some um, so some pretty wild things happen at the church. So, but this is stuff that goes on behind the scenes. A lot of people don't know about, but Satan will definitely find any way to destroy any, any, anything that God tries to create because Satan cannot make anything himself. He has to steal it yeah. or kill yeah, somebody yeah, to get it, man. It has to be in blood. Like yeah. it's, it's wild. Are you interested in t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, tumblers, trucker hats, wall art, and tote bags? With unique designs that are AI and paranormal inspired? Bro, the fuck I am. Well, check out deeperdown.store. That's dot .store for all you slow people out there. <laughs> I mean, I'm one of them. So, I get confused when it's not a dot .com too. So, I mean, no bias. But, you know, sometimes shit happens. So, i got to remind you that it's dot .store. Deeper Down is a merch store. It is 
uh, four, three different Instagram accounts, which is underscore, underscore, down the dot rabbit hole, underscore, underscore. I believe it's two underscores. Uh, also, Omega Vision AI and Chuck's underscore thoughts. Uh, they are all run by my good friend David, and I definitely think you should check it out and check out his merch store here. Um, I actually have a hoodie headed out my way. If I forgot to mention, they do have long sleeves as well. So for those who are in colder climates like myself out here the fuck in Maine, um, these designs are dope as fuck. I mean, you just go to the website and you'll see for yourself. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory just looking at it. So please help support our paranormal community. And if you use my code, you get not 5 not 10 not even 15 You get 18% off of your purchase. Type the coupon code KevinsWeird18. That's KevinsWeird18. That's my name. I'm weird. <laughs> I'm weird as fuck. So, go to www.deeperdown.store or the Etsy, which is etsy.com slash shop slash deeper down and use my code upon checkout. Come get weird. Come stay weird and have a blessed motherfucking day. Yeah. Um I always said cuz you said you said you mentioned that um a lot of churches are almost like run like a business and um I feel like that turns people off a lot. Oh yeah, to, definitely. That hypocrites. Yeah. I'm like yeah. And I always say like you don't really need a specific church. If you find one that's fantastic, but I I, I feel like um you know you know, uh, God created the, the ground we walk on. So why can't we just go outside and worship him right there? You know, every, 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 I feel like everywhere, like the entire planet is, you know, God's church. Yeah. Like like the business model of a church is, is a building, but, but Jesus referenced, you know, the church is a community. Right. And, and that's what he's trying to say. So many people didn't believe it, but I mean, buildings will fall. You know, any type of architecture over time will fall. Exactly. Exactly. So now I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, I also think that um, the earth and nature is, is supposed to be, um, was created to not only um, uh, for us to live, but also to connect energetically. So like, um bear being barefoot out in nature oh yeah yeah grounding oh, definitely yeah. man yeah Dude, i love doing grounding like especially my kids i love grounding them. my kid yeah <laughs> like I, I love going out there because it's such an amazing sensation you feel when you walk barefoot and oh my the god yeah of, of the earth like and and you can even try it with children take them out there and it's crazy man it'll put them in a better mood mm-hmm. some people would be like oh that's bs i'm like try it try it yes <laughs> Yeah, they because they what that it was like um the sixties or something that they created the rubber sole in your shoes. Yep. So um and if you we know anything about the sixties, that was when 
a lot of shit was was well so you got the, like the roswell crash in like 47 and then all of a sudden all this technology starts getting kicked out um through the 50s and shit and then the 60s is i feel like is when they really started like spiritually attacking um the public so i found i found when i learned that the, the 60s was when the rubber soles were created i was like i was like oh well that kind of hmm. makes sense a little bit um but um i feel like you just the more people you talk to about this stuff and the more people you open their minds to i mean some people you're not going to be able to reach that's just the way it is yeah um but i feel like the more t- more people you get on the topic because a lot of people are like oh god he's talking about god here we go like and you know no it's just um there's something to it that's why he comes up so often um and i just i feel like the more people that you talk to the more people you wake up and um get to realize that there's more to uh this than just us being here like what's the point what do we we're working and slaving away these jobs for what for money um Mm -hmm. what's that what's the end goal like you're going to be old by the time you retire you're going to be broken by giving yourself to this job every every day a job that you don't even like and that's the and you're calling that the purpose of living um I feel like there's more, more, more to life than uh, working and and dying, um, because I, the only promise, the only thing oh, that we yeah. have promised is death. Yep, so that's a fact. Um, yeah, live, live life. No matter, no people are gonna have shit to say about you, no matter what. So live life the way you want. And I just think it's fucking. It's I think it's kind of fucked up that uh, here in America that we, uh, own property, but we pay taxes on it. And if we don't pay those taxes, then the government takes the property away from us. So it's technically not even our property. You know, what's funny is that we're the, we're the only living organisms that have to pay to live where we're at. Yes. Yes. I fuck dude. I say that shit every day, (laughs) (laughs) every day. I'm like, we're the only species on the planet earth that pays the pays to be alive um it's is wild it is wild i mean bigfoot needs to pay some fucking taxes (laughs) yeah (laughs) help us out here a little bit come on man Uh, just throw throw poop at you (laughs) take that (laughs) so ever since i started this podcast i've noticed that people randomly i don't know if it's like just like um the fact that i'm more open on these kinds of topics but I find that pe- random people will just tell me like this, like a ghost story or uh, a cryptid encounter or something. So um, I work at a waste facility and um, the, there's a woman, an older woman that works the scale house. So I got to pull the truck up onto the scale. And at the end of the day, I go into her office to sign the way the uh, the scale slips. And she was talking about how her and her husband own this camping, this campground, or um, they go camping somewhere fucking far up north in the middle of nowhere. And they like to go out on this, onto this lake for, um, for fishing. And she's like, you know, and she's telling me how beautiful it is. And she's like, she goes, but you know, you, we realize she's like, we, we could get, we lose track of time and you know, uh, Bigfoot will sometimes, you know, throw rocks at us while we're <laughs> in the lake and then we'll, we'll, we'll be like, Oh, well, it's time to leave. And I'm just like, what the fuck? 
Like that was fucking yeah. the most random shit. And ever since yeah, I started, kinda, started talking about slid that in, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Bigfoot. I was like, Yeah, you gotta I was like, you hear those whoops, and she goes, Yeah, sometimes they're owls, but you never know. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, that is so fucking weird. And I wanted to talk to her more about it, but I was like, uh, you know, I'm not gonna push it. Um, but I talk to her almost every day. She hasn't mentioned anything since, but I, uh, I, what I was wondering was since you guys, um, like, you know, go on hunts and stuff like that. Um, and do you ever encounter people that don't know what you do and then bring something fucking weird up while they're talking to you? Yeah. I haven't like caught a lot of that. I think at least with, um, I guess the, the line of work I'm in, cause it's very different. Like, like one, uh, I mean, one is at FedEx, like I'm, I'm there early in the morning and then I'm a gymnastics coach. So they're two extreme events, but I'm definitely, um, share like my podcasts there. And a lot of people, they like the idea of what I talk about, but mm-hmm. if they have any stories, they don't really share it, I guess. Cause it's a uncomfortable, I guess, topic. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's real stuff. Like you shouldn't feel uncomfortable for sharing like reality. Mm-hmm. Like, Cause that's how community and friendships are built. Like whenever you um, it, it's through like struggles, um, I guess a common interest and things like that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you, so do you guys find like all the people like you talk to um, especially through your Instagram and uh, through the meets and stuff like that, you've kind of like formed a bond with a lot of these people. Oh, definitely, man. 100%. Oh yeah. Um, every person we've interviewed, I chat with them probably once a week. Yeah. Just check up on them, you know, check up on them, see how they're doing. Um, yeah. Nice. I, I same thing with uh, with me. I think one of the biggest blessings of starting this podcast is um, expanding my uh, my friend group. Basically, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, I've gotten really close with the. Uh, uh, Jen and Armando from 305 Paranormal and yeah. uh, Jenny and Oren from um, their co-hosts of Bizarre Encounters. Um, I don't know if you guys ever listened to that uh, podcast. Yeah, but I've heard of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've heard. Yeah. It's a it's a good show. He's got two two podcasts, um, which are they're both pretty interesting. But um, yeah, I mean, and Farah Farah's you guys have talked to fair fair and, and i talk almost every other day um and she so i am interested in you guys going over there and i so she she fucking she messaged me she goes hey the guys from cryptid warfare are coming to my property in june um do you want to come and i was like i really really want to but it's so close and i don't know if i'm gonna be able to make make that time and she's like well if you do you're more than welcome to camp out on here and help and go out with us and stuff like that i was like oh and then so i really i'm really like intrigued to see what you guys find so um what I guess basically would, did she ask you or were you guys like, Hey, you know, I think there's something to your property. Can we investigate? 
Yeah, she pretty much opened the door after we were chatting with her because she was kind of wondering, yeah. well, she heard our experiences. Uh-huh. And so I believe she brought it up. Okay. All right. She just, I, th- <clears throat> I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but she just posted videos of her going at, like a little bit into the caves. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. interesting. So since um, you guys are cryptid warfare, um do you uh what was your um first cryptid how many if you guys have more than one which i would assume you do but what was your first uh cryptid encounter that really like sparked this uh path of you of yours and passion okay i okay with me um my dad, he's basically like a mountain man in Colorado. That's where I'm from. I'm, I'm, I'm originally from Colorado. And um, so him and I would always just go backpacking. Like we'd park the truck and we'd just go whatever's on our back and we just go miles in, right? And then basically if we're not back by a certain time, they know at least like where the truck's at. Mm-hmm. And like where – because we'd leave like markers and stuff wherever we're at. But – We'd hear stuff at night, but to me, what really sparked my interest was I was in law enforcement at the time down there, and I was a part of this TAC team, and we used to we used to go with, like, escape teams is what they called, like, inmates who would escape, right? And, and these prisons that are built towards the mountains in Colorado, so we got called out one time, some inmate escaped out, and they already had the trackers down there and stuff. So we met up there as like their weapons liaisons. So it was basically me and five other guys and we would just go with the tracker and then they'd split up all these different trackers throughout the mountain range. Right. And we try to just bottleneck this guy in. Well, as we're going, as we're walking up these mountains, we'd actually go at nighttime. So we'd have like our nods on and stuff and he'd be with his dogs tracking and all that. And uh, we'd just be like in radio contact while at the same time we're going, one of my buddies who's still in, I'm not going to mention his name. He radios me. He's on the right side. He's like, hey, on three, everybody stop. One, two, three. And we stop, and then we hear something. Like, it's following. It's like paralleling us. It stops when we oh, stop. Shit. And then when we go, it go. So they basically turn their weapons that way, and the tracking guy's like, don't mind it. Just, just keep going. He knew something was up because them mountain boys are up there all the time. They track and they train all the time. They know what's up there. So I was like, what the freak is that? I had it in the back of my head. No way this is Bigfoot. No way. <laughs> no way. There's no way. So basically in a nutshell, we finally found this guy. He's like, you guys got to get me out of here. There's some weird stuff out here. We're like, yeah, buddy, don't worry about it. Come on, let's go. So we cuffed him up, took him back to the truck. And um, the facility we were around, because I actually worked for the state at the time, some feds came up, and they're like, hey, don't worry, we got it from here. Where the hell these guys come from? So we basically had to write our reports down at Alpha David, and that was it. And then that kind of opened up my mind. And what really opened up my mind to whole conspiracies and everything was later on that year, I was out on the streets basically – doing like vip protection right for the state yeah. we were still i was still on the attack team still doing our thing but we would escort high quality people to certain meetings we were basically just high quality babysitters is all it was mm. 
So we escorted this guy to the Denver International Airport, and he had a meeting with the governor at the time. We get there. We go down underneath the Denver International Airport. Keep going down. Hit this elevator. Go in. Go down. Opens up, and this is a long concrete hallway with four MPs just sitting there. Military police guys just sitting there through these through like this double door. We get there. The governor of the Colorado walks out at the time. They exchange. They meet. They go. We can't go past that gate though, like 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 that doorway. We we can't go past it at the time. So the doors open up. I kind of like peek my head and look real quick. I kid you not. It's a giant warehouse with giant concrete columns, hundred feet high as far as I can see, dude. Wow. And I see in front a railway right there, like a train, a railway for a train. So I'm just, you know, so we're standing there for like two hours. So we're just BSing with the military dudes, you know, just talking crap, football, whatever. And I was like, hey, man, like, <laughs> I was like, hey, man. So, uh, <laughs> so when did they add this on, dude? And he's like, oh, they uh, started BSing like, oh, they'd had this for a while. Um, yeah, this this railway system leads all the way to NORAD. And that one leads all the way down to Pueblo, Colorado. And then that one leads out towards California. And I'm just like trying to keep my cool. I'm like, okay, cool. Ask me whatever, what you know? So then my buddy, so my buddy, he works for the DOD, did some digging, sends me some stuff. And he's like, Hey, check this out. Well, it's like blueprints of underground tunnel systems from 2009. And that was, and that when I was in, it was like 2013 is when that happened. But uh-huh. these are blueprints from like 2009. It shows a whole railway system underneath the United States of America. It hits Denver International Airport, NORAD, Dulce Base, Area 51, somewhere in Utah, California, Washington, up uh, up, up on your northwest. All these like spidered out, spidered out freaking railway systems lead all the way to D.C. And he's like, this is how they transport things without the public knowing about it. Yes. I was like, what what exactly are you talking about? He's like, it's a need to know basis and you don't need to know. That's all I'm telling you. I was like, okay, cool. Roger that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I've heard so many stories of uh, underground uh, um, military bases and all this yeah. shit. And my grandfather served in the Navy. And I was like, did you ever see like a underground uh, military base? He goes, Oh, they're all over the place. And I was like, really? Yeah. He's like, yeah, everywhere. Uh, pretty and they're all, all connected. Yeah. 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 And, and what's a trip too, is that um, the part we were at tracking down the certain inmate in like the mountain, like the Rocky mountain range system yeah. they had down there. They have an underground base towards there. So it, it kind of, it trips me out because all these missing people that go on in like, in like parks and recreations, all these missing people that go off in like national parks and stuff. Yeah. There's like a lot of underground bases that are there. Mm. And from my contact, Jessica Jones, you know who she is, right? Yeah. Oh, I just, I just learned, I just learned about her. Uh, Yeah. Cryptid Huntress. Yeah. Yeah. I just started following her today. Yeah. Yeah. Her and I are pretty tight. We talk basically almost every day, but her and I talked off camera for like three and a half hours, dude. But she, she used to work for the government as well. And she was saying, yeah, there's a lot of underground bases and stuff. And a lot of these chimeras mm-hmm. that are out there, like dog man, stuff like that. They like, 
the government and the DOD and stuff, they actually own a lot of these things and they release them in the national parks just to kind of get their fix. Well, if they start laying hate on people and killing them, that's when they send critter crews to go in and to capture them. And then that's where Nick Valente came in the whole picture. Our good friend, Nick Valente, he was in special forces. He worked for Blackwater and he was a part of these teams that go out and get these things. No shit. Yeah. So it just kind of like all came. I'm like, Oh man, dude, this is, this is the more and more I get into this, the more and more I know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> right. So it's funny because um, I've talked about the Denver international airport um, a, a handful of times, like people w- will bring it up. And yeah. so I just, I have a series on um, called conspiracy Tuesday and I've yeah. done three, three episodes for that so far. And they come out on, I try and do do one one a month where it's specifically yeah. conspiracies. Um, but so uh, my good friend Arnie, um, I talked to dude. I talked to this guy every single day almost, and uh, he had mentioned on that uh, the Denver airport about about under underground uh, tunnels and shit, and it, and it goes down for miles. He says underneath yeah. it. And he goes in and in the lobbies is the weirdest thing. Cause there's like pictures of like reptilian oh, yeah. people and shit like that. Oh, there is man. There is. Oh yeah, there is. There's a, there's also um like they call them like, um, Oh God, I call them bombs, but they're basically murals, right? Murals yeah. of paintings and whatnot, but they show like what happens in the end times. They basically, it's, it's basically to me, it's like the Freemasons, like a new Illuminati, like, flaunting it in your face without you knowing it I'm like uh-huh. what their plans are you know what i'm saying right or when it comes to conspiracies reptilians aliens um the new world order stuff like that so yeah 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 and um i think it's funny when anything that has to do with like a freemason or like you know the significance of you know the number 33 it's like yeah. that's the highest level in freemasonry so i just was reading um um uh up on trump and his indictments and stuff like that and uh, the the one thing that i noticed randomly um that keeps getting mentioned is the 33 files they kept saying they keep Uh saying 33 files he was found with 33 files in his uh at his house 33 files 33 files or 33 boxes of files or some Yep. And, and or something like that and i was just like 33 why does that not, why do they keep saying 33 over and over again and, oh, yeah. and it just it's kind of weird to me a little bit not to say like um i think anybody that is in the government is is a little, is a little weird um yeah. especially if they've been in it for years and um i think <laughs> i think once you get to retirement age you should fucking retire and get the fuck out of there um, yeah and Basically open. So who do you have in mind <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> all of them really i mean nancy pelosi was is fucking 83 dude and she's still fucking running shit i wonder why she ain't retiring because she knows she knows too much exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. and that's why the fucking i feel like um that guy uh that attacked her husband there had they said that he was like uh insane like he had like mental issues but i think he was I a hitman. yeah that's what i think yeah 
Um, but well, it's he, funny. for whatever reason, he was very sloppy. <laughs> yeah, he was. Well, it's funny. Speaking of that, of guys getting waxed. Um, after that interview that this guy, we, I'm just going to say it, screw it. He was the executive uh, director of the prisons there in Colorado, right? Over the whole thing. Okay. So after that meeting, two months later, he got murdered. Yes, he got he got murdered by. uh, Yeah. So and it was a big chase from Colorado Springs all the way down to Texas. And they finally caught this guy in Texas and gunned him down. But yeah, but the the guy, he he actually got waxed like right at his house. He opened up the door. He's like, hey, I'm delivering a pizza. Daughter goes, "Okay, hold on. Let me get my dad. He comes up, shoots him with a shotgun. Boom, boom, boom. So whatever happened during that meeting, I know he didn't agree with it or something he didn't agree with. So like, okay, well damn son <laughs> that is wild people are getting fucking waxed every day i mean uh we won't go get to you know what i'm gonna have to have you guys come on for a con uh conspiracy uh episode but i'm just gonna say this i think it's funny that um uh jamie fox was just called to uh be on the witness stand for a prize uh with the to deal with the about the um money laundering situation there that uh yeah has Mm. to do uh there and they're talking about uh how he was using the obama's 2012 election campaign for his laundering and then so jamie fox's name gets brought up and then all of a sudden he's fucked up in the hospital so i I find that (laughs) that extremely interesting (laughs) Yeah, coincidence? I think not. Think not. <laughs> <laughs> so, Zook, do you have uh, any cryptid encounter stories? Uh, not a whole lot. I know, like, uh, uh-huh. the next. Well, I'm sure I don't <laughs> think of any at the moment, but I know, like. <laughs> I was thinking of that one where I had to pull you back. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that one where, I... where he probably did save my life. <laughs> but I know that they heard a. A growl or something and then i'm like oh what's that and i just started walking toward it with my camera <laughs> you know there's always that one idiot in the group <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the next morning because um the guy heading up the team cameron um he was doing wood knocks and stuff because he knew at the time i didn't know a whole lot about bigfoot i just you know i'm like oh, that's a big hairy thing cool um and he would do all these tree knocks and then the following morning though like he was man right when the sun came up you heard a lot of coyotes i heard coyotes first and then several wood knocks um, just kind of like dispersed around the area. I mean, they sound like they're pretty far away, but it's a way they communicate, I think. And and um, and I think it's how they hunt as well, from what he was saying. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't going to say anything, but somebody else brought it up who was a complete skeptic. And he was like, no, that seemed unreal. I think I'm I'm a little closer to believing in this in this Bigfoot thing. Yeah. This uh, I I got one for you real quick. This last hunt I went on, it was pretty scary. Oh yeah, that one. one yeah, missed. well the guy I brought, he was, <laughs> he was a skeptic. He's not a skeptic no more. So, I so love that. <laughs> so basically, um, one of my buddies, he's he's on this Facebook forum thing. This lady was having problems. She lives out in. Oh gosh, it's like Mountain City in Tennessee. It's up towards like the northeast, way up northeast, okay. like at the tip of Tennessee. Yeah. And uh she was having problems basically with her uh 
her house, animals going missing, like a lot of homeless dying on logging roads, like ripped apart, stuff like that. Wow. So we're like, sweet, let's go check this out, you know? <laughs> so one of my buddies is like, ah, it's a little crap. I'm like, you know what, dog? I'm sick of your mouth. Just come with me. And he's like, all right, let's go. All right, cool. So I'm like, before you go, here's what you need. You need your AR rifle. You need, you need a side weapon, da, da, da. And he's like, what are we going to war? I'm like, you just never know. Just bring it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we finally get there and um we set up camp it was basically like this we met with the lady she showed us where to go we went up like this logging road as far as it can go and then we went up a couple more miles and then we went through this gate went a couple more miles in and then it was nothing but just the appalachian mountains right and uh we parked backed up unloaded everything set up camp well i start setting trip wires around my camp about a good 50 foot radius around everything mm-hmm. so my buddy's like what are you doing i'm like just dude just shut up <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so he's just chilling there so you know we actually get grub going it's pushing about 11 o'clock at night we're just chilling eating my other friend who's there he's going through a lot of stuff he goes in his tent he starts sleeping well we start hearing tree breaks and stuff coming from the mountain coming down mm-hmm and he's just like, what was that? I go, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'm just so I'm just chilling. And the next thing we know, it's pushing about midnight. We hear we hear footsteps cross the road, like like a dirt road. So I'm like, calm down, Andrew, calm down. Just kind of chilling. My, my friend's just like, did you hear that? I'm like, yeah, I know. It's, it's that way. So we're kind of just looking that way. All of a sudden, we hear the perimeter alarm go off on the left side. We face that way. We go kind of busting that way, right? Uh-huh. I, go fi- I go fix like the trip alarm because it broke. I go fix it. As we're walking back, we hearing these things start running, pacing around, just running. And he's like, what the freak? What the freak? I'm like, just calm down, calm down, just chill out. He's like, there's mountain man out here. I'm like, they ain't no mountain man, dude. Trust me. All of a sudden we start hearing these things bluff charges and it sound like four wheelers are just busting through coming up just as far as the light can go. Wow. So we're basically, it got so hairy, so bad where I had to shoot off some rounds. Boom, 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 boom. And then these things just start running up the mountain. Just like freak, just like freaking cockroaches. And he's like, he starts crying. He's like, no way, man. This isn't effing real. No way, no way. I'm like, yeah, it's real, and they're here, so so, so lock it up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so after that, him and I just sit, like, back to back, and the fire's dying out. Well, then it starts to rain. And now well, you then, can't fucking hear footsteps. No. So next thing we know, I'm like, all right, dude, screw it. Let's just, just call it a night. So I go in my tent. I'm still with all my gear on. I throw my night vision on and I'm just sitting there and prone, just listening, just listening and waiting, just listening. And then my friend T, ah, oh, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friend T <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but anyways, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But my friend T gets up out of nowhere and it starts throwing up. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, and then on his side is where all the actions at the run in the bluff charging. And, it's just completely dark at the time and it's still raining. He's throwing up while the alarm goes off now on his side. So that's when I pull up and he pulls up his weapon 
And then we just start kind of just kind of making our way towards the alarm. And I said it again. I'm like, what happened, dude? And he's like, I don't know what it was. I'm just chilling there. Next thing I know, I hear this. And I feel my body getting like hit by like this base. He goes, you ever stand next to like a subwoofer and it just hits you? Mm. I'm like, yeah, buddy. I go, they call that infrasound, man. Yep. That's what it is. And I'm like, that. that's why you're throwing up. And he's like. I, I don't understand why I'm like, well, one, I'm looking at you. You're like the biggest guy here. So you're like the biggest threat. So I'm thinking they're trying to take you out first and then work their way down. And he's like, fuck that. So, so we basically just, <laughs> he's like, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, we couldn't go anywhere. Cause my buddy Paul had his keys. So I basically, after that, we got up, I told Paul's like, Hey bro, what's your keys at? He's like, oh, they're in my pocket. He was sleeping the whole time. Mind you. Wow. <laughs> But he was awake, but he fell back asleep. He heard the gunshots. He goes, you guys all right? I'm like, yeah, we're good. He's like, all right. <laughs> so, but Paul's been on with me on a, on a lot of expeditions. So he, he he's cool. Yeah. But I grabbed his keys and I went up to the truck and I put him right there in the freaking like gas, gas opening. He's like, why are you doing that? I'm like, well, in case we all know where the gas is, like the keys are at, in case I get snatched, you get snatched, or Paul gets snatched. That way none of us have the keys and we have two of us can get out of here at least. Mm-hmm. So basically him and I stood up the whole night. Then after that, the sun came up, everything quieted down. And then I was like, Hey, um, let's go. Let's go see on where the heck like, let's go out and see like where, where the heck like you seen all these noises at and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was all right. So we go and it's just like a clear path. It looks like a four wheeler just ran through the trees, dude. So wow. we follow it. We go down this gully, come up mountain ranges as far as I can see, dude. I'm like, damn, no wonder. Okay, okay. I think they smelt our food. They heard us, you know, and they just went, came in, you know, just check it out. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened, man. Wow. That's a wild story, man. Yeah. And it's, and we actually have them telling a story on our podcast. I forgot what episode it is, Zook, but it's in there. Yeah. Okay. It's in there. I think it was probably like four. No, wait. I think it was longer than that, like five or six episodes ago okay all right yeah because i just started listening to you guys since farah you guys had farah on and oh yeah that's when i started listening because um because farah and i talk so much where we were talking like every day at one point and um i had her on mine and then she's like i was on cryptid warfare and I was like, all right, and then uh, I yeah. I checked it out, and then I've been listening since. And I, um, but that story. Yeah, anytime a, I, you can freaking get somebody who's skeptical on any on any of this stuff is, and get, um, you bring them in just, and they see something, and they're like, okay, there's something here. I think that is yeah. not only special, but that's uh. I think it's pretty cool just to, and this goes back to like uh, what Zook was saying, like uh, with the, uh, with God and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. What's, what's cool is like now he's actually part of our crew now and he's actually going on this hunt. The Ferris. Oh, dope. So he's all in. He's all in, man. And he, that, that, that episode is actually two episodes down from Ferris. Okay. So just scroll two episodes down. That's where it's at. All right. Dope. Wow. That was a while ago. I have to check that out for show. Getting that for oh, show. show. <laughs> yeah, other than that, yeah, that was, it was pretty hairy though, but yeah, it was fun though. All but right. yeah, that kind of 
that kind of that kind of pumped the brakes on me for a little bit for a while. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, hold, I'm gonna hold off a little bit, <laughs> and I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring more dudes this time, cause uh, cause me holding it down with this guy freaking out, I wasn't having it. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Did you say that was in Colorado? No, it was here in Tennessee, man. In Tennessee. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now we're gonna be going to property with all sorts of critters. <laughs> yeah. When are you I mean, guys? Yeah, are we'll you, do you have a plan for this one? Yeah. Do you have what was a plan? that, brother? Do you have a plan to go all the way back to go back out to that spot? Uh, as of right now, no. Um, do you ever watch the show Turtle Man? Yeah. Yee. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you look <laughs> on my IG, me and Zook hung out with that dude for like the whole day. Yeah, I saw so, those. I saw those pictures. Yeah, yeah. but he live gave action. us live action. <laughs> but yeah, he gave us uh, he gave us a bunch of like coordinates and places to go to where there's a lot of Bigfoot activity. Oh, so nice. we're gonna try to yeah, so we're gonna try to link up with them and go go do that. Dope, man. Yeah. That's that's cool yeah. as fuck. I like that. I like that. I'd like to go out with you guys sometime if hell yeah, man. Come on, dude, let's make it happen. Yeah, let's make it happen, dude. I'd like sure. I like that very much. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna flip a question on you, brother. Since you live up in Maine, do you guys have like a lot of skinwalker or like a lot of windigo or uh yeah um bigfoot anything like that uh so there's a lot of um stories for sure um there's um there's a jawakwa which um is like a wendigo kind of thing um and that's um that's what comes from the tribe so i am part native american i'm penobscot uh And so we are close relatives with uh, Passamaquoddy and Micmac. And there's like a, uh, uh, there's a federation of all the tribes and it's called Wabanaki Federation, but we, they all have um, the similar stories and, but they have different names for it. And the only one that I can recall is the Jawakwa. But there's uh, so, all right. So this gentleman uh, he goes by the name of Nomar Slevik. He's a writer and he w- was very into like the UFO phenomenon. And he goes all over Maine. Um, right. Uh, he's basically like ju- doing like uh, uh, footwork journalism. You know what I mean? Okay. Oh, wow. Um, so he goes out and he talks to all these people that have had these like weird encounters, whether it's UFO alien or cryptid, like, um and he will write their story and he put he put it in, he compiled them all together and he put them into a book called ufos over maine and then he has a couple other ones there's one that's called granite skies um we and i think there's one we only come out at night i think is what it's called i could be wrong but he has a couple oh, man he has a couple books uh that is detailing people's experiences but ufos over maine um is I, I don't know if the other ones have to do with people in stories from maine too but ufos over maine he goes and he talks to people and he's come across so many like cryptid stories and there's another woman who is also an author and she owns a bookstore she also compiled people's bigfoot encounters into a book and i can't remember the name of that book but she uh operates the green hand bookstore um in portland maine so that 
is interesting. I've been wanting to talk to her about some of those crazy stories that she's gotten from people in this state on Bigfoot. Cause you know, you got like, um, uh, Mount Katahdin and the Appalachian Appalachia. That's all comes all up the side of, of Maine. So, and there's a lot of stories of wild men too, out there, especially along the trails, um, like the Appalachian trail. So but personally, I haven't really specifically seen anything. I do have two stories that I think might be Skinwalker and maybe a Dogman, but um, I don't really know what to put to it. Uh, I just know it has to do with coyotes <laughs> and, and gotcha. red, red glowing eyes because I couldn't see what it was. So, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I... There's a lot of, there's a lot of stories. There's a lot of woods. There's this cause the whole state is, uh, I believe it's only like 25% developed. Oh yeah. Dude, there's a Golly. lot of ground out there that hasn't been covered yet. Yeah. 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 And it's a big state. It's bigger. <laughs> there's a pretty big state. Um, it's not huge. It's not definitely, it's definitely not Texas. Um, in comparison to Tennessee, I don't, not 100 because tennessee's long so i can't you can't yeah. really compare pair it but yeah, it is. um <laughs> i want to say it's close to the same size as tennessee yeah hmm. dude that's wow. one place i've always wanted to go is maine i've always wanted to go to maine man i got something i love lighthouses dude and see yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh dude yeah. dude hey we'll have to do a trip one of these days yeah you should you should I, um we could get a beer or we could go um Down. we could go fishing all the weird stuff oh yeah i'm cool with that yeah Dude, what if we catch a merman <laughs> like what would what, what would you do if you actually caught a merman <laughs> if i caught a fucking merman man i would shit my pants did you did you see did you see the animal planet doing like the you know how they have shark week and shit like that? I did. Did you see the fucking I whole, saw like, that merman thing that they were doing? Man, I didn't. I've been under a rock. The whole documentary thing, yeah. Yeah. I saw that, man. They should they should some of them are tank at the end. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Some Come on of them now. Are... <laughs> Like yeah. that even has a Disney logo on it. Come on. Well, have, have you seen that? Ha, have you seen that one where they put a tracker and like a GoPro on a shark, and as oh, the yeah. shark was swimming, yes, it's seen it's seen one pass it. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that that footage was interesting for sure. Well, I'm wondering because I don't know. It looked really interesting, but um, because I've seen several, you know, from um, informing the masses where like he actually gets this stuff, um. We just don't ask questions. Uh, oh, how he gets it. But uh, yeah, it, it was like mermaid, like a mermaid or a mer merman or something. And it was like at night. You can clearly tell it was a hand and you saw a head and that big flipper just flap under uh, this this small boat. Um, but these guys were freaking out. I guess they were, it was it was a small man crew, a really small boat. They were going to check their nets. Um, and yeah, that little sucker just showed up. But but then there was that thing that I think, Drew, you sent me on a... In, I guess it, maybe it was Instagram or I saw it on TikTok, but yeah, it showed the corpse of um, of a merman. 
but it like it one hundred percent looks way more like a fish, but it has the physique of a person. Um, but I don't know. I'm like, yeah, that there's this uh, other one that there's other one that forming the masses sent me. It was of these two kids. They were fishing off this like rock form, and this thing came out and grabbed the kid and pulled him in, and his what buddies kind of grabbed him. Yeah, I'll find it and I'll send it to you guys. I'll send them to them to both of you guys. Yeah, I'll find it through my. I'll find it and I'll send it yeah. to you guys. And you literally see like this. It's like dark water, and you see like this blue, white, black, darkish hand come up, webbed, and it grabs this kid and pulls him in. And his buddies go to grab him, and the kid gets out and freaking out, and that thing just swims off. Oh That's man! Of Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, That's so wild. basically. So basically anything okay, this guy named Informing the Masses, he's a good dude, good friend of mine. He's out in California. Yeah. He he's a good he's he's quite the hacker, mind you. So the kind of the daddy's obviously the big government daddy is trying to get a hold of him. So, anyways, he's the <laughs> one that hacks all this stuff and sends it to me right off the dark web. Yeah. So he's in it so deep where he's caught. He's caught mosquitoes, and I'll find the picture and send it to you. He lifts up the mosquito wing, and it has a number on it. What? It was, One of them was 076. The other one he caught was 133. Yeah, and he has a, Apache helicopters and Blackhawks coming, beaming the light at his house until he gets out and looks, and they take off. Like, what, hey, what is the point hey, of that? Yeah, like, like, hey, bud, we point? see you. Hey, we see you, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, well, gentlemen, uh, we are just noticing the time, and it's two hours. And it's all good, man. <laughs> there's yeah. so much more that I I feel like I want to talk to you guys about. So we'll be back. Maybe on. we'll have maybe we'll have to be a, do a part two for sure. Oh, we will, man. We will. Right. We're gonna have you on ours too, though. We'll figure that out. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. I'm down. I'm down for sure. Um, I got quite a bit of stories that I could tell you. Um, but yeah. So uh, real quick before uh, I stop recording, if you don't mind telling everybody uh, your podcast about what you what you do with it and where they can find it and where they can find all your like plug all your socials and all that. I guess I, the, I think the funniest you thing do half you do half I do half <laughs> the funniest Stop thing that. about when I uh, talk to when I have more than one person on at the same time that do the same like podcast or whatever and I'm like hey plug your shit and then they both just kind of like stare at each other <laughs> ah screw it I'll go all right here we go he's like, Instagram all the way and does Facebook. Uh, here we go. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. So basically you can find us. Uh, we actually have a, we actually have a website. It's cryptidwarfare.com. You guys can find us there. And if you go down to the bottom, you can find us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. And uh, yeah, if you guys got anything, just uh, hit us up. You also guys can shoot us an email. It's a uh, cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. Cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. And you can leave us an audio message. Zook, take it over, baby. 
Yeah. So I, I implemented this on the website. I thought it was a really freaking great idea. But but it's it's a nature background and it has an image of a Sasquatch. And when you simply you can be on your you can use it on your phone, tablet, or computer, but you literally click on that Sasquatch and then it will link you to um where you can actually share your voice message, whether it's 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 an experience or an encounter or just a secondhand uh, story that you have heard. Yeah, just leave us a message and you can keep it as long as you want, but please not pass to five hours. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can uh, leave us leave us a quick message. Shoot, even just shoot the breeze and say, hey guys, <laughs> just keep it up. keep it short and sweet. Um, but yeah, let, uh, let's see. I know we're not as active on Twitter, but just working on it where there's so many moving parts, you know, um, mm-hmm. to this. But yeah, we're, gonna, we're doing more uh, YouTube lives. Uh, we just have to kind of work it around our lives so it can be be a little crazy yeah. sometimes yeah. that's awesome man awesome so youtube actually uh took down my last episode because she mentions the vaccines ah yeah you gotta go <laughs> yeah and they sent me the, they sent me the community guidelines. They're like, they're, we want everybody to be safe. And they sent me the community guidelines of what the took. Because I didn't know. They just said medical mi- misinformation. So um, I'm reading through it. And there's like this a rumble. <laughs> huge list of things that I cannot say that pertain to COVID or the vaccines. The, the damn you know, jab. And- <laughs> Ah. Like, uh, like uh, my in, in college, my biology professor was was a teacher or not a teacher. Uh, well, yeah, he was obviously a teacher, but he was a doctor and he had um, like so he, he had medical practice, and stuff like that. And he said literally these um, big organizations and he was talking about the medical field, but it, it um, kind of applies to all. But they write these really long, massive forms full of all this crap just so that you don't want to spend time to read it or that you won't understand or comprehend a lot of it. Yeah, and just so that you can pay a crap ton of money or that they can push some sort of policy or something. It's it's really silly. He was a really, really smart guy. And nice. I love how much he shared. So nice. Nice. Yeah, I just I I will never. Um, so <laughs> I'll just sh- before I stop recording so that YouTube can fucking hear this. <laughs> um, uh, but. I think it's funny that the community guidelines, uh, the topics that are uh, allowed to be said have to do with uh, the election and COVID. So, um, (laughs) I mean, every election has been rigged to an extent, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Uh, Damn right on that, dude. I mean, and, and it happened when, I mean, Trump when Trump was elected, it happened in that election too. So it's not just oh, it's been the like last that one. way for oh yeah, yeah. Bro, so, they way. already they already pick who they want. They just say yes. face like oh you guys can vote your vote your votes don't count. No. Yeah, not elected, <laughs> they're selected. That's why Kamala oh, Harris snap. is VP, even though she dropped out fucking and had the lowest rating for VP. But anyways, and uh, she's that- a retard. <laughs> this is, these are topics we can get into next time so with yeah. that if any of you have a, a crazy encounter or interesting thing you would like to speak about whether it's paranormal cryptids um conspiracy spirituality and all things weird uh hit me up at where the weird ones are at gmail.com or follow my instagram which is where i'm most active where underscore the weird ones are and until next time my friends stay weird this concludes our broadcast day click
Because in the end, none of us have very long on this earth. Life is fleeting. And if you're ever distressed, cast your eyes to the summer sky. When the stars are strung across the velvety night, when a shooting star streaks through the blackness, turning night into day, make a wish. <laughs>